where many, many women love this guy, drool over him, whatever, because of the character he played. Right. Not a great actor, not a good-looking guy, no. per se. Not technically, right. no. Right, you know. so he's not a great-looking guy. He's not a great actor. But women, because he played that part in this book that, that mm -hmm. you know, romanced their minds, mm -hmm. like, so that's one of those where you're like, I don't see it. Okay. I don't get it. So now. But, stop. Okay. <laughs> stop. That's where I like that he's taking over the show. No. Did you do this with Kelly when I, you were hosting with Kelly? I just mean, like, stop. That's where, that's where a normal okay. guy's imagination ends. I don't that, go that's further where it ends? And, I don't go further and think, hmm, would I do him, though? If <laughs> like, I were gay, you're missing that part. You're no, missing the part, I'm if not, I were gay, would I go there? I'm not missing it because I'm not I, thinking of the people like, I don't paint them on the back of my eyelids. I'm not going, that's where the extra percentage comes in. If I'm, if I'm going through with it with a fantasy, it's not a fantasy. It's, it's, it's saying, I get it, and if I were gay, I would, I would go there. That's like, where I would go. Like the whole Brad Pitt. I'm like, I get it. Okay. Great, great you looking find guy. Him, you find him to be a good looking guy. He's a great looking guy. Okay. I, I I get why women would absolutely drop everything in their life to be with him. Okay, so now if I, you were gay, that's where you would go. Can we just add that part no. of it? <laughs> why can't you go there? Why can't you go? If I were going, I'd go for Brad Pitt because you're not attracted to Robert Pattinson, but you are attracted to Brad Pitt. Well, not attracted, but you <laughs> but you see where I'm going with this? Am I, why am I are you staring at me? Why, Sarah? Yeah, because I agree with Chris. Okay, I don't think I, you need that extra sentence. Why? Because, I mean, it's it's a fun it. little game. What do you mean you don't need it? Okay, you found Brad Pitt to be attractive. Okay, what if I just ended the show with that? Then they'd go, Chris Harrison's gay for no, but Brad Pitt. Like, okay, let's, let's turn the tables. Okay, right. we're turning and, the tables. Uh, pick, a, pick a beautiful woman. Selma okay. So, okay, Selma Hayek. Whatever, we'll go. Whatever. Didn't do it for him. So no. if he was straight, okay, he pick, wouldn't go for her. Pick a beautiful woman. <laughs> if I were gay, I would do Selma Hayek. Um, <laughs> no, but okay, let's pick Selma Hayek, Giselle, like well, whoever. Right. And you can see beauty in a woman. Sure. Okay. And you say, okay, she's beautiful. But I don't go to, like, I'd want to Right, you stop there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 where did you guys go from, where'd you change this narrative? I'm not saying, <laughs> I, you didn't, that's not what I said. Now you're misquoting me. Now you're, you just said, I wouldn't do her. I'm not saying I would do any of the guys on my list. But I wouldn't even my fantasy be like, if I were gay, It's not a fantasy. That's not what I'm saying. That's not the game. It's right. not, let's get the rules of the game. It's called, if I were gay, I would go there. Okay. Like, you get it. All right, for instance, it, we're not too far apart on this. Okay. I think the percentages are getting much lower. <laughs> I don't know. You've already affirmed that you don't find Robert Pattinson attractive. Right. Okay. So I you can, are basically I, playing the part of being gay because I, you're I not attracted find, him in, in any sort of manner. I find I, – I, I can see beauty and attractiveness in men, of course. How about this? I'm going to change so the game. Out. I'm not such a homophobe that it freaks me out to say he's a good-looking guy. I'm going to amend the game, okay, because you guys are on me. <laughs> it's just, I just don't take it to How the about showers. This? If I were a girl, I'd go for him. How about that? Can I go with that? That's, that now I'm wearing a, a dress. It, like, a it makes sense. It's yeah. a little better. Yeah. That makes sense. Either one makes sense. You're attracted <laughs> to the person. You find them to be attractive. You think that Brad Pitt has the style and the uh, body and uh, now I'm going to sound gay. <laughs> the what, what does he have? Cheekbones? He's okay, got good cheekbones. Okay, are you, are, what? Where do you fall in the Clooney camp? Oh, I'm way, way into him. Yeah. Yeah, he's on, he's on the list. He's on the list of uh, there should be a law. It's another game I play with myself. I remember when he came on the screen in Ocean's Eleven, the first one I saw. He comes onto the screen, and he's with Brad Pitt. And I'm going, this should be a law against the guys being this good-looking and successful. It doesn't make any sense to me. It makes me pissed. See, to me, it's not it's – not He's really good For him – it's not as much the looks, it's the aura and, yes. the, and the cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it pisses me off that anybody could be that cool. Yeah. And like when he walked into a room, like the first time I ever got to see him, I've interviewed him several times now, but the first time I ever saw him, we were at the Golden Globes at a party at the uh, Beverly Hilton or mm-hmm. wherever they hold it. And uh, he walked in. There's certain people in your life that you've been around. They have that it factor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, like, you know, Sam Jackson has that too. They just When they walk into a room, they have this thing. And you're like, you know they're there before they get there. And yeah. So he walks in. You know, his tie is kind of loose from his tuxedo. He's got like a glass of what I would guess is scotch or something. Mm-hmm. Just like the part. Just like he literally stepped. Like Harry Grant. He's yeah. got the old school. He literally stepped you know, out yeah. of the magazine GQ right. and into this room. And like the seas part and he walks up to the bar and he's like, he's likable. He's smart. He's a yeah. guy, like, you hate him. Yeah. yeah. He makes it really hard But what's hard odd about that is Jack Nicholson is one of the greatest stars ever and does yeah. not have that. He will be one amongst everyone. He just blends into the he room. He just blends in yeah. with everyone. I mean, I've hung with him a number of times. The first time I ever met him was really cool. Someone told me he was riding a bicycle in Martha's Vineyard. I go, there's no way he was riding a bicycle. <laughs> right. I happened to meet him a week later. And I go, hey, it's nice to meet you, Jack. Were you riding a bicycle in Martha's Vineyard a few weeks ago? He looks at his big gut and he goes, does it look like I ride a goddamn bike? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody have a light for my cigarette. I mean, the guy's like smoking That's and he's right. like hitting on chicks. <laughs> I mean, he's, like- he's just like one of the guys, you know. <laughs> But he doesn't put it out there that he has that aura. Right. You know, he just he puts it out there that I'm really good and really talented. And believe me, he gets plenty of tail. And by the way, not on my list of. <laughs> no, Jack's never, Jack is not on the no. list. Never was he. Even when he was, you know, better looking or younger, he was never on my list. But certain older men could be as well. I have to change the list because of the stares that I'm getting and the feedback. <laughs> I hope there's just someone out there. Maybe they could call us. I don't know what our number is. Maybe get, maybe get rid of the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I have to get rid of the list? Just abolish the list. Altogether. Maybe just publicly. Listen, if your yeah. team, <laughs> if your team is losing forty-seven to nothing, you got to have something. What kind of a list are like, you doing? When I your watch, team is losing, I'm okay. like, what kind of game are you playing? I watch the Cowboys with game. your friends. I watch the Cowboys. Cowboys last night. Okay, well, that's a rough one to watch. Right, and you're a cowboy fan from Texas. Diehard, diehard, born and raised. It's a birthright where I'm from. Okay, you have it stamped on your ass as you come out of your mom. Boom, cowboy fan. So, yeah, but. While we were getting just driven in the fourth quarter, and it was over. And who were you watching with? Uh, Describe uh, Well, in all fairness, I was with my son. Okay. Uh, so, Not going to play that game with yeah. your son. No. So, hey, my, son, if you were gay, my you son, you do Tony Romo? My son and my daughter were there. So, <laughs> oh, not but, good. But even if I was with the boys, I just don't think we would have disintegrated into – I don't even know what you what the conversation with well, Miles Austin. Yeah, oh, man, those those eyes no, just can, can I, pierce can, right through me. Can I? Can I? I'm defending myself. You know, I just read a spiritual you, yeah, quote. Do, do defend, not defend you yourself. Do not defend yourself. Yeah, I'm not confident. going to. Confident. I'm going to be confident mom. in telling you if the Miles Austin conversation came up. Okay, of which some other conversation right. has to come up except for, oh, my God, I'm miserable. They're losing twenty-seven to seven. Something else has to come up. I would probably say. He was with the Kardashian, uh, you know, he was with Kim Kardashian. And we go, you know, if I were Kim Kardashian, I would. <laughs> you know how I know he's gay now? Yeah. <laughs> Watch the Kardashians. <laughs> so I've never right. seen you, a Kardashian. You dream about I've never men seen... and, and you sleep and, and you, you watch Listen, the Kardashians. I've never seen an episode of the Kardashians, maybe for a minute. Let me ask you this. What's like, your... I, saw, I saw Bruce. Uh, I, I wanted to see Bruce as an old friend of mine, right? So I wanted to see him on the show. And they treat him like a beeper, by the way, from the 80s. Right. That's basically like. <laughs> It's like, are you kidding me? What are you doing here? And I felt really bad. I did want to see it, so he'll be a guest on our show and stuff like that. But I did not do my research with The Bachelor. I still haven't seen an episode of The Bachelor. This. I have to admit that. What is Does that make favorite, me more straight? What is your I favorite show? show on Home and Garden Network? Home and Garden? <laughs> yeah. 
I, I haven't seen. I haven't. I, listen, I haven't <laughs> seen Home and Garden in many years, but I will tell you that I used to watch Ed Begley, who's also an old friend and been a guest on our show. I used to watch his show with Rochelle, his wife. It was very, very funny. Living with Ed. It was. That's my last Home and Garden show. I wouldn't. <laughs> couldn't tell you one single show that's on there. Are we going to go through a test to find? Is this the no, is Craig Gay test? <laughs> I, no, I think we've. How about what I TiVo? I, I think we're pretty. Can we sure. go with what I TiVo? Yeah. Okay, or DVR? Yeah. Pardon the interruption is my favorite show of Great all time. Great show. I'm I, with you. I'm absolutely crazy about that show. Why do we? And by know, the way, that, Tony and Will Bond yeah. would have the If I Were Gay list. I love those, I guarantee they I have those, those two because I resonate with them. They would have the If I Were Gay. They always talk about guys in the ball brotherhood. And I, I always they find thought about doing a show like that, but almost for entertainment. But women really are driven crazy by that show. By, by you, Pardon you the Interruption? You know show we're talking about, Sarah? Um, pardon the Interruption? You probably don't know it's, just, it's okay. on ESPN. But it has, like, the rundown to the side and the ticker. And, they, and they started have, that, by the way. That's they have, a, like, very two, clever. And they have, like, produce. two minutes to talk about, say, One the Cowboys, minute. Seahawks, or whatever. Yeah. And then it, the bell yeah. dings, and they move on to the next topic. Yeah, it's and, great. And so I, I said this, and I was watching it, and I told my ex, uh, my then-wife, I said, I think this is a great concept. And she's like, it drives me crazy. <laughs> and therein lies the difference between men and women. Like she, you know, wow. she doesn't love all the talk shows, but you see the view or the chew, the talk, or whatever. It's just like 50 people talking at the same time. No one's ever saying anything. And it's just this free form <laughs> right. go. And I'm like, is that attractive? Like, is that a good thing? That, because that drives me crazy. They're I wanna, feelings oriented. I want to kill somebody. They're feelings oriented. And, and, and it takes a long time to process feelings. You can't do it in a minute. Well, if you have me, a bell on a feeling, that's pissed off. <laughs> but see like, me, I, I'm with you. I like part the interruption I'm like yeah. we have a minute to talk about the fight we have a minute to talk about the game yeah boom all right we're moving on moving I, on and they, they must move on too they can't go one second over they, right. they have the bell and they move on to but the next thing as a woman that drove her crazy yeah would that drive you crazy oh, sarah yeah i mean probably because i do like to process and talk and think a second and then i would feel <laughs> a little bit uh, rushed oh when that probably. ding would happen i would yeah. watch your face go into a panic <laughs> yeah. take it personally i think we could have a ding for you craig really mm-hmm. Why, why would you have a ding on a show that's two hours long know. with a host that's it's trying to – I'm actually trying to do more process. We don't want to have one minute on per topic. Now, no, look at this maybe. topic, for instance. We've been on this for 15 minutes. That's what I'm saying. Now it's going to its conclusion. Okay. okay? So we had a ding. We have a ding in our own emotional space. Okay. So all right. Are we are we yeah. clean with this now? Are we all right? Can we move on, Sarah? Sure. We know you're gay. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> she had to get the ding, <laughs> ding, ding. Yeah, I, I love that. She gets last the last word, word ding. in. Ding. <laughs> and that would be a good word. That would be a good show for only the women get to do the right. ding. Then then your ex-wife would, would would appreciate it. Most marriages should have that. You should just have a bell. Oh, yeah. Someone has, I need the last word in this. Ding. And you can't say another word. Well, you know, with my ex-wife, I always wanted a video camera. Because then we'd go, I'd, I would say, we get in an argument. She'd go, you didn't say that. And I'd love to be able to go, go let's to the, go to let's the go video to the tape. tape. I swear to you, though, I am not exaggerating. She could watch the same tape and go, see, I was right. right. I yeah. mean, literally, you could play it back. And people That's see funny. things the way oh, they want. Yeah. They, 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 so anyway, Chris and I, for those of you who don't know, we've known each other for a few years because this is so funny about L.A. You don't know this, uh, Chris, but uh, when I first met you, our kids are in kindergarten together. Mm-hmm. And only in L.A. could I have another parent who has more credits than I do in show business. <laughs> so only in L.A. am I not the star parent. I was like, yeah, I was like, the, the you know, first of all, I, I was a volunteer in kindergarten with his wife. OK, uh-huh. so then he comes in like the guest star to read to the kids. I'm going, what about me? I got credits. I got Emmys. <laughs> so he comes in. Hey, nice to meet you. 
yeah, you know, nice to meet. And then he goes on and reads, and it's it's the, the parents are all there that day. Okay. Suddenly, their parents the parents had to be there because the host the, the host of the Bachelor and the Bachelorette was there. Mad, I threw him my keys and told him to park my car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, well, if we're gonna get into feelings, that's how I felt. <laughs> I go, I read to these kids every day. Where the hell is this guy, Mister Guest Star, steps yeah. in here from the yeah. Bachelor? And I'm going, these kids don't watch that show. And you got to play it right. You couldn't just show up and volunteer the first day. You had to like build the anticipation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Then I booked a time. And then I, <laughs> but then you cancel. You cancel yeah. the first time. And then, yeah, and I had to yeah. sub for, as the reader that day. So then you really, you really come in. Yeah. And you, turn off, you make them turn off the lights. You make a big production. It's a big buildup. Yeah. You know. It's like dating. Yeah, yeah, I, I, did, yeah. I did two of his cancellations. I'm in there doing I'm a little teacup, short and nice stout. Guy, a little too eager. That and I, I made the really teacher, easy. I made the uh, kindergarten teacher, I actually had intro music. As <laughs> <laughs> I came in. It was <laughs> so we didn't get off to a good start. So he went right off of my, my list of if I were kidding. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that, I that hate was, him. That was, the day, that was the day that went off the list. Well, I mean, so anyway, so he comes in and he does his reading and stuff. So we met and I said, you know, I heard, you know, we actually have a friend in common who created the show, Mike Fleiss. That's right. Who uh, he and I uh, he created the Bachelor? Yeah, not the other two. No, no, I just meant like because you yeah. said he created the show and I, I'm seventeen de- years. No, no, we, we've been doing this over ten. Yeah, 10 but years. It, but I heard seven. So it's seventeen seasons. Oh, we've done That's like how it 20, works. Right? Five, 26 seasons between Bachelor, Bachelorette, now Bachelor Pad. We've, I mean, he's. We took the Bachelor franchise and he has now spawned it into three different franchises. Three different shows, all oh on primetime God. network TV, all during the same calendar year. Oh, this it's guy's really making amazing. so much money. He's talking yeah. about franchise. He's Ray Kroc oh, of television. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's he this thing just, off. This is McDonald's of TV. Yeah, it's amazing. He's done, you know, and really where, I mean, he is a genius. And, um, you know, I know he's controversial in this city, but he's really, he has forgotten more about television and entertainment than we will ever know. Yeah. And um, it's been, a, I've marveled just being around him. And you know him. I mean, you just literally just sit and listen to this guy. We talk. did a TV show together years ago and uh, on ABC. And um, we went in and pitched, I get, you know the yeah. story. We went in and pitched that 70s show. We pitched it. We, mm. we created the show and went to the network and everything. And I'll never forget it. We walked out of there high fiving. We right. got this show. They loved that pitch. They call us and they said, Basically, the pitch was this. Uh, you know, I went to Mike, and he was, by the way, up and coming. He was not a big showrunner at the time. I said, he and I bonded. You know, he was like, a, like another producer on this other show. He goes, I love that idea. I said, we're in the 90s right now, but I remember Happy Days was popular in the 70s, but it took place from the 50s. I said, now we should make it the 70s, and we're in the 90s. Same thing, 20, 20 years later, oh. a group of people, you know, and, and, and we, so we pitched this thing with this whole cast of characters, and they went nuts for it. And then they always look for a way to get out of it. They go, well, we can't do this because there's drugs in the 70s. There's too yeah. many drugs in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll take them out. Yeah. We don't need them. You know, you want to make the excuse, and they're, nope, sorry. And then they ended up doing the show, and we had nothing to do with it. And that's and you- why I'm here doing a podcast, which I'm sure this podcast is – at the top of Chris Harrison's resume now. It is. You know how it's they just going to surpass all of those other things. In that 70s show when they were in the basement, anytime they were in that one camera view where it's just looking at all mm-hmm. of them, that's when they were high. But they would never say that. Right. Yeah. Now, we weren't clever enough to come up with camera <laughs> angle yeah. over here. We just said, yeah, they're smoking pot. That's what I did. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. slight I guess we went a little too far, and it, and it made them go into fear, and they didn't take the show. And now here I am. And Chris, I'm so happy you did come in because I, I, you know, I'm honored that you would do this because I realized he was in the running for hosting with Kelly. 
You know, oh, the yeah. Regis and Kelly, they went through probably, I think, about 20 different uh, candidates. They went through a bunch, yeah. And uh, Michael Strahan's doing it now, and I have no idea why they chose that. I know you won't go, uh, you won't go there. No, I, I will. No, I, here's my opinion of... This, has, this opinion has nothing to do with that you were up for it, too, right? Oh, no, this is no, just your no, opinion I, of Michael Strahan as a choice. Yeah, no, he's, I mean, I think he's very New York. And, you know, the, the, the show, is, very York, the show yeah. is very uniquely New York, yeah. and, um, which is fun to say. But if you, you know, the show started, for those of you who don't know, you know, with Reeds back in the day, it was a local New York, just a local morning show. Yeah. Kind of like Good Day LA out here. He never gives up his accent. Right. He's talking about the Donald and, and they, you know, yeah, all the New York they, stuff, the Yankees. Very, yeah, it's very, very New yeah. York. And I think Gelman, who's, again, a New York guy, is the yeah. executive producer. I think he really wanted to keep it inherently New York wow. and, and not really take it wide. And, and, you know, that had very little to do with, like, why I didn't do it, you know. And, but I can't see Michael Strahan with yeah. it. I mean, Regis is a personality right. and really funny. And by the way, I think that Kelly is the most talented, if not one of the most talented women. She's incredibly in underrated. I, mean, I know people love I her. I agree but, with you, underrated. But yes. talent wise, I don't oh. think people realize how good she is as a host. And I didn't either until I actually worked with her. Several really? Times. You didn't? Oh, okay. I, mean, so I knew she was good. That, but, and she's connecting with you while you're on yeah, the air, right? She's so damn good. What makes funny? a good host? You, you know what? It's just being able, you feel like. And it's almost it's easier to explain what what it is to be like with a bad host, mm -hmm. and that is yeah. like being a waiter carrying eighteen trays of china, and you just feel like everything's about to fall, and you just walk behind that person. You're like, I just have to catch this and catch this. It's and you just you're not thinking about the show. You're just worried about how you're going to catch your co-host when mm -hmm. they fall or when they leave you hanging. Mm -hmm. And when you're with a good one, it's just like it's like being with a great dance partner, whatever, you're not even thinking. You're just, yeah. you're just going and you're throwing right. back and forth and you just realize at the end of the day, wow, I, I kind of left her hanging and she caught me and I caught her. and um, Full trust yeah. and full faith. And, uh, she, and she's in on it. She gets, yeah. she gets her bit and she gets her character and that's not necessarily who she is off the air right. 100%, but she understands her job and she's very good at it, really good at the little nuances of hosting. And she, you know, between commercial breaks, she's on the mic, talking to the audience, taking pictures. And, you know, she wow. works it like a stand up. I mean, it's amazing how yeah. good she is. And so the Strahan deal is interesting because, A, Kelly can carry anybody. Yeah. She, she will carry the show. The big deal is when she's gone. Right. Because she, be she hasn't taken a break in 10 years now wow. because of Reed. So uh, eventually she'll take a day off. And then right. it's Michael Strahan and. and I mean, you go back to the Kardashian. What if it's him and Kim Kardashian? <laughs> what is that show? You know, or you get a girl who's just not a very good co-host. Well, we all do when there's a wreck carried. on the freeway. You always do look. Yeah. So at least we'll look once. It's just it's going to be interesting when, that when it's his job to carry, and uh, hopefully they'll let him grow. And you know, yeah. he'll get better. He's good. I think he's talented. He seems to want to work hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was then. it was an interesting choice. I mean, I think yeah. Seth, I, I think Myers would have been a great call. I think it boils down to this. I think it boils down to what I love about her. She's very organic and very real and very present so she's in the moment if you're in the moment in any job you're going to be better at your job whereas you know most hosts are not they're like they're thinking about you know uh, what's next you know uh, yeah. or or they're they're staying with the script and and you know she can go off script because yeah. she you know she talk about what's going on in her home and you know with her husband and even even he was up for the show but she would yeah. like say that yeah no she was smart I mean when I when I talked to her she's like there's no way in hell she's smart <laughs> enough to know that would be the end of their marriage is doing a daily show together you know because then what do you have to talk about uh, but you know another person like that is I had the uh, pleasure of. Uh, being with Ellen DeGeneres Saturday yeah. night. Yeah. And I've been Oh, on, Saturday night for the Emmys. Uh, no, no, it was this last Saturday. It was at this bizarre, great okay. poker event. Um, and so we were so playing So it's like poker. a celebrity poker event and yeah, she's next like, to you? Yeah, and so I sat with Ellen and I've been a, I'm a huge fan of hers. I've yeah. been on her show probably a dozen times. She's been a great champion and fan of the Bachelor franchise and has been really good to us. And 
And you know, I've, been, I've never really like talked talk to her, just like you know, right. off, off air where we can just hang. And it's like an interview, but yeah. you've never really had that again. The organic. You get to know her, right? Yeah. And so I told her, I was like, you know what? I'm like, there's two people that I always just cannot wait to get back on their show: Jimmy Kimmel and Ellen DeGeneres. Really? They are, and and Kelly's up there too. But you know, they are just so good at what they do right. because of what you're just talking about. Yeah. You'll do a pre-interview. 95% of the time, you never talk about what's in the pre-interview <laughs> because they just they, – they listen and they right. talk and you have a conversation and they're yeah. ridiculously funny and talented. And Kelly's like that too. You, know, you can throw her in that like mix of three because if mm. you've, you've done a million interviews yeah. and you've done – probably half of those are horrible where someone's reading off a sheet. It's like – uh, so, Craig, I see you grew up in Poughkeepsie. <laughs> what was that like? I, I, I think another thing to add and, to this is they're, they're in fear of – whenever you're in fear, like of the FCC or Clear Channel right. or the big, the big daddy's going to come down on you, you can see it in their faces. I actually want to say to some of these local news guys – I do. I just did one last week. I want to tell them before we go on the air, I want to say, just trust me, okay? Right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do Love Master. Don't worry, because they always have that. Well, you know, we're a family show here. And meanwhile, they cut away to like a beheading. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. you know, what's gonna hurt your kid more? Right. You know, I dropped an f bomb on on TV. He's yeah. gonna be at the top of a tower with a rifle. <laughs> you know, no, it's they're watching Call of Duty, and you know, it's, we're you know, know. we're desensitized. Heaven forbid they see a boob. Oh yeah, like, that Janet Jackson thing yeah. destroyed. Holy cow! So that that Janet Jackson thing literally ruined even the worst interviewers became worse. Yeah, because now they're in such fear. Mm. Oh my God, I'm going to lose my job. You cannot have a person thinking I'm going to lose my job if this guest of mine right. doesn't say the right things. So they're trying to guide you and control it. And there's no way that that's going to be a good interview. But with those people you named, I'm going to add a few to that list. Craig Ferguson. Yeah, I, I, Un, I've never met him. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like so. Talented. Did you oh, know that him. he? Did you know that oh, we have to have him on our show? Yeah, actually, Chris, the reason you're here is we're, you're going to come up with people that we're going to talk about uh, that we want on our show. I've had that. I've had that. I've had that. Jimmy Fallon in that mix. Too. I was about to say that. He's, he's ridiculously talented. Yeah. Ridiculously yeah. talented, and just that, so that's what makes the difference is how present they yeah. are. And how much now they I don't want to slam somebody. Who? And how much they can listen. Yeah, I think great listeners, and then leading questions, and really hearing what they're saying, and making it about them, and making them yeah. look good. That's the thing. It's and I, I do a lot of the red carpet like this weekend um, on ABC. You can watch us on the Emmy red carpet. Okay. Um, so now, you know, when is that? Uh, Sunday night. This coming Sunday yeah, are the Emmys. The Emmys, yeah. And, uh, so Lara Spencer and Josh Elliott and I from Good Morning America are going to be uh, doing the pre-show, doing the red carpet show. The three of us are doing it together. And um, you know, I, I've done it for so long, but again, it's just it's listening and and. But do you and, really ask them any questions that call for listening, or is it basically see, I you're do. throwing them softballs, no, aren't you? What, but here's the is thing. that your job? Here's what I've changed is, yeah, I mean, it's not the place to have that Howard Stern moment, who, right. again, I, is another great interviewer. Um, but there are ways to have a good interview where someone sitting at home is like, oh, you know what? I didn't know that about Craig Shoemaker. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think you can still have not the – Oh my God, gotcha moment. Like, right. But that's because that's about you. Right. And, you know, I, the first thing I learned in this business when I was a sportscaster many years ago in Oklahoma City, my boss is like, you're not the story. Get over yourself. Mm -hmm. Make whoever you're talking to the story, whatever. That's it. That's the story. It's not about you. And right. look, you'll look good if you're doing a good job. Yeah. And so I take that to the red carpet. And it's not like, hey, look at me. Look, George Clooney's in front of me. People want to hear him speak. Yeah. <laughs> like, just but do you have a moment that you can remember where you actually asked a question that was really sort of, you know, out of the box 
and you got a response to where people would go, wow, that was really compelling and that was really interesting. Do you have any no, unique moments like I mean, that uh, that you can think of offhand? I didn't mean to stump you. We can no, make a well, multiple the, choice. No, the word. <laughs> well, all I can think of, I call it my Susan Sarandon moment. Because, uh-huh. um, you know, <laughs> we go through, I have these great researchers, these assistants, and we write, you know, what I do is instead of write questions, like don't go to IMDb or don't go, like don't write mm-hmm. me questions, write conversations. Yes. When Good Craig, when Craig walks up, yeah. What what's the first thing you're going to say to him? What are you? Gonna, I know I'm going to shake his hand and say what? How, like How if you can't you? see if you can't come up with that moment when George Clooney walks up with whoever he's dating at that moment. Uh, what's her name? The wrestler. So they were at the Oscars last season. What's her name? Oh, Tomei. No, Marissa Tomei. The, she was in the wrestler. wrestler. No, not in the wrestler. She is the wrestler. Uh, come know. on. I don't anyway, know. She's on I don't follow this anyway, That's so, why you're here to yeah. help me get. But hit. anyway, so I knew he was going to walk up with her, and I'm like, okay, what's that moment? If you can't tell me what you're going to say immediately. You know, what is that? You mm-hmm. Then start over. And then, and, then, and then the interview needs to go in that order of like, that'll lead to this laugh, and then that'll lead to this conversation. Did you ever make them laugh? That's what you do, right? Yeah. You, is, that's yeah, that's always a good engaging thing. Stacey that's what our show's supposed to be about. Keebler, sorry, yeah. What is it? Stacy Ke- Keebler. Yeah. Well, she's an elf? I, yeah. I never, I never, no, I don't, no quite to the contrary. Lessons. She's like five foot ten or something. Really? I'm not aware of her. Yeah. I, you know, you know what gets me hip to all who's, who's happening? Now I have a teenager, and he tells me. I did a show with this woman. I'm even forgetting her name. He said he went nuts when he heard that I touched her. What is her? She's from Israel. She's a big model. That's Mar- all we got. Raffaelli? That's it. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even know who she was. I'm going to have to start watching. I'm just going to follow you around. Can I be your piss boy or something like that? <laughs> you can just be sure you can, that you're not on you my can list. You be my warm up guy at uh, the elementary school when, that, I, when I do read. I've <laughs> already done that. I've, I've already, I'm glad our kids aren't in class anymore. I couldn't take it. Now I am. I have the best credits in the class. Now. Couldn't you see, Craig? Hey, kids, stick around. We got a great show coming up for you. Chris Harrison's here today. He's going to be reading Mike Mulligan and the Steam Shovel. So stick around. And that was actually a good out to be because we're going to take a little commercial break. And we're here with Chris Harrison, the host of the Emmy Red Carpet and also the Bachelor Bachelorette and the Bachelor Pat. We're going to talk about kid parties and we're talking about coaching, of which Chris has done a lot of that as well. And uh, a lot more. Stick with us. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. A great website if you are in the market for gift giving, redenvelope.com. They have over 300 unique and inspired new products along with their classic favorites that are going to make gift giving very, very easy. All you have to do is go to redenvelope.com, enter Heidi and Frank at the checkout and save 20%. Here's reality, guys. If you're over 30, your testosterone levels may have already begun to decline. It's a medical fact that testosterone levels decrease with age. Here's the good news. ProGene, the only all-natural dual-action testosterone supplement, is giving away a free month supply to every guy that calls today at 800 643-8577. Kick your drive back into high gear and be the man you want to be again. Try it for a month for free. There's nothing to lose. Feel younger again and be the man you want to be. Call 800-643-8577 for details. That's 800-643-8577. Do you need cash now? If you own your car or other qualifying vehicle, City Loan will put cash in your pocket in as little as 15 minutes, 3000 5000 or even more. Here's how it works. Just call City Loan at 877-CASH-SOS and tell us about your car. If you have the pink slip and the ability to pay back the loan, City Loan can lend you up to 60% of its value with no credit check, and you get to keep your car to drive. So if you need cash now for any reason, call City Loan at 877-CASH-SOS. That's 877-CASH-SOS. Online at 877-CASH-SOS.com. You know, I needed money fast. I asked for an advance through my work, but I was turned down. 
I tried everywhere to get a loan. Then I called City Loan, and I got the money I needed that same day. Thanks, City Loan. Call 877-CASH-SOS today and get the money you need now. You'll thank us, too. All loans made pursuant to a California Department of Corporations Finance Lenders Law License. Hey, parents, if your child's birthday is right around the corner, then listen up. BirthdayExpress.com has you covered with everything you need to make the next birthday the best one ever. From favors and treats to balloons, games, and decorations. Even better, go to BirthdayExpress.com today, use promo code PARTY, and get 15% off everything. Birthday Express also has an enormous selection of themes, including brands like Angry Birds, The Avengers, and Dr. Seuss. Just go to BirthdayExpress.com today and use code PARTY for 15% off. That's BirthdayExpress.com, promo code PARTY. Whether it's a serious fall, fire danger, or other type of home emergency, Life Alert is there for you. The company with its slogan, Help, I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up, protects its members. Here are some of them. When you have a heart attack like I did and there's no one there, Life Alert was there for me. Having a secure feeling through Life Alert is ideal. My independence is possible because of it. Now, Life Alert can also protect you in a fire emergency with a system that automatically notifies our monitoring center. Thanks to Life Alert, you can live alone without ever being alone. With Life Alert protection, elderly people can avoid or delay going into a nursing facility. For a free brochure about Life Alert service, call now, 1-888-443-5588. That's 1-888-443-5588. Call Life Alert now for your free brochure at 1-888-443-5588. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Just talking off the air with Chris Harrison. I'm going to tell you everything that he said. (laughs) (laughs) Throw him right in a wood chipper. Exactly. I was. I did mention uh, we were going to talk about this earlier. We're saying that uh, Chris was one of the uh, candidates for to host with uh, Kelly, you know, to replace Regis. Mm-hmm. Now it's Michael Strahan. And we're talking about who are the great interviewers, and I'd say the next wave yeah. is really looking good. It does. Yeah, that late, that late night crew. Yeah, yeah. they're going to go. They're going to take uh, Letterman and Leno's place, yeah. of which I think that they're they've seen their time. They I really have. It's I mean, as much as I mean, I was always in the Letterman camp anyway. You're either yeah. a Leno guy or Letterman. That's right. Um, well, yeah. first of all, that's not true. We're all Carson people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody's – if you know – By the way, we have young people here. It's not Carson Daly. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not good. No, but Johnny obviously was the king. And then, Unbelievable. And then you had to go – it was like tennis when you had to go, okay, are you McEnroe Connors? Are you Lakers Celtics? You had to go Leno or Letterman. And so, Sampras Becker. And if you yeah. had a sense of humor right. and you had any ounce of talent, you went Letterman. <laughs> <laughs> um, you had to go Letterman. He was, But now it's like they're neither one. But really. Leno's always been the same. It's not like he went to another level. He's no. still exactly yeah. the you – know, yeah. <laughs> you're, just, you're just talking, and people would talk to him, and he, he's not listening. He's no. just not hearing what they're saying. He's just thinking of a joke. Mm-hmm. And you would think that someone would say, although, why would they say it? Because he's had the number one right. talk show. Yeah. So he's yeah. just going, well, it's working for me. It's, of course it's going to work. In, we're getting the ratings over here. You know. I mean, so, <laughs> so he's looking at that and saying, I guess it works. And what's also funny is I knew him before. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, from the circuit. Yeah. Yeah. 
and he is doing on television the exact opposite <laughs> of everything he told me not to do on right. stage. Well, you know, when you use those props, I mean, you might be getting laughs, but it's cheap laughs if you really look at it. You know, I put a mole on my cheek. I used to be John Boy Walton, you right. know, so that's a prop. And he's like, hey, you know, why don't you get up and uh, work on your stand-up and your jokes a little more? And so he's like coaching and all this, and then you watch, and he's got bits about him as a big head. And, right. You know, so it's, it's you like, know why? Because when you get to the network level, you realize we yeah. all got to sell out. Yeah. We all got to sell out <laughs> yeah. to the man. Do you feel that way when you're doing uh, The Bachelor? I mean, are there, there, there's got to be a lot of episodes where you've, you're sitting there. Be honest. You're just sitting there. You're going, I can't believe that I am actually interviewing these two absolute morons. I, well, there's, you've got to be thinking that. You're trying to find something interesting in a moron. It's really what, what gets me is the – and I, it's, it, again, I understand it. But what you're talking about is I understand the editing process. And there's things like mm -hmm. I wish I could include or things I wish I could do. But I, I, I play a part. Um, yeah, you know, and your I, part is yeah, and so my my part is to be the referee. My part is to make them look good. My part is to draw attention. Uh, you know, kind of like we were talking earlier. It's it's never about me. And if I I know if that show is ever about me, we're dead. Right? Like, is <laughs> a I'm not that interesting, and b the show sucks. Like, because you it's all about. <laughs> well, you the, could you, yeah no, you're interesting, but you're not interesting in that realm. Right. I insert I mean, myself into situations only to, you know really either instigate or bring attention to it and shine a light on it and, and, and drive it even further. It's never, hey, look at me, I'm mixing it up. And so, But, but don't you find that you have people that you don't like? Oh, of course. That happens a lot, oh right? Oh, my God. Out of 10 years, there are people that I, you know, and, and the good news is I've built enough credit, I think, in the bank with fans, with viewers and mm -hmm. all that that I don't have to really have that big of a poker face anymore. I can kind of really? I can kind of <laughs> get on people now and take not take shots. And I and I will say this, and and I like the fact that all these people will come back and interview with me again and again, and, and they know that I will always give them a fair shake. I will mm -hmm. never just back the bus over them hmm. unfairly, and I I give them enough rope to hang themselves. And, and, and when they do, <laughs> right. Then it's on, like yeah. and especially, and if you come after me, then it's really on, and they should know better because I'm the host and I'm always going to have the last word and then the bell. But it's you know I never really go after anybody because again go to relationships and all that. It's never that black and white. Life is not that black right. and white where you can just be like, oh, she's a bitch or oh, he's. But a, reality shows want the black ass. and white though. I they know, want but, the, the the evil versus good, which and is they, true. You know. But as a host and an interviewer, that's not where I go, and I find that my interviews are better if I'm like. Okay, it's not just simple enough to say, Sarah, you're a bitch. Why did you do that to her? Right. What, I, I do want to know why. Like, what is it in your life? What made you do? Are you insecure? Are you right. unhappy? Like, what is it? Mm -hmm. You know, and so, and when you get to that stuff, I find it's pretty compelling and interesting stuff. And not to get too deep and yeah. whatever, but no, it is. I, I'm like, like a therapist that. up there. Yeah. It's like, I, I kind of, you know, like, if you go back to our last season. You're asking therapy like questions, really, which am. we as the viewer can make the judgment. Right. I, that's a drunk, that's a slut, you know, but you're not saying, <laughs> you're a slut and this is why. <laughs> that's, you just hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what I want. I want yeah. you, the viewer, you were to make up your mind right. and when you decide she's a bitch she's a slut he's a jerk that's fine it must be hard for you though when you've already made up your mind oh it is it is hard because <laughs> in the back of your mind you're going oh, this is a pig well she's let's disgusting. not someone should test her for diseases well it's not like I can't, you're thinking that it's not like i can't steer the bus in a certain direction with my question <laughs> right, <laughs> I mean, come right. on i'm not a politician but i play one on tv <laughs> well i'm sure you do yeah and you yeah. have to that's part of the it's a network and that's what the show is yeah we're talking to chris harrison if you're just tuning in uh from the bachelor bachelorette bachelor pad which i think just had a uh 
a controversy yeah, or something with the splitting of money? You yeah. have to fill us in on that. Well, the end of our show, it's really a game show. It's kind of an homage to our fans. The end of summer, we bring back you know old favorites, and it's in a Big Brother-type household, and they battle for a quarter of a million dollars. And the end is hold on one second i'm sorry what is the battle how are they battling well there's uh, through co- uh, through competitions and voting, competitions and voting each other out like each week they'll vote out a guy and a girl will each it's almost like a, sur- a survivor it in is. a mansion it's kind of like survivor meets big, big brother, brother meets the bachelor okay you've got to throw in sex drugs and rock and roll in there too <laughs> and it's because right. we do there's a lot of relationships that come out of it and so sure. it is more about it really it is less about the competition and more about these relationships and and then the, the backstabbing and all that um, and so it came down to this couple that really didn't know each other that well due to the voting. And, and, and so it'd be like, OK, me and Sarah just met essentially. And now we're partners at the end of the game. And usually it ends up with a couple or someone who really know each other. And the end game is keep or share. Right. And you have to choose keep or share. And if you both choose keep, you get nothing. If one person chooses share and you choose keep, you get it all. And so oh, there's a little game, yeah. gamesmanship, and a quarter of a yeah. million dollars on the line. And it's mm. like, what do you want to do? And we take you to separate rooms, okay. sequester you. And, and it's in you. But they know the rules. They yeah. know the rules going in. Yeah. yeah. So if you pick share and you both okay. pick share, you split a quarter of a million, you walk away with 125 and all is good. Mm-hmm. And that's what she thought was going to happen. And she's like, well, you know, you got to got to because I, he told her that I, was going to happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? oh, yeah. So they had talked previously. Oh. He's like, yeah, we'll share. We'll share. It's all good. And so she's like, share. And he's like, look. <laughs> I don't really know you people that well. No one wanted me as a partner. You were the cool kids in high school. I wasn't. I don't owe you anything. I got here on my own. You guys all made fun of me for not speaking the entire time. Screw you. I'm keeping it. Boom. Winner. And then, okay, so the speech was actually okay. Then he got up and literally did a touchdown dance on her soul. <laughs> no. While this poor little cute – she's cute. Yeah. Again, if you're going to you know, verbally uh, abuse somebody, right. she can't be this beautiful little cute blonde that you want to take home to mom and dad. So he's doing a touchdown dance on her soul while she's sobbing, and that's where – He's literally doing a yeah, like he's, a. He just kind of walks around. He's like, yeah. He he's was, moonwalking and essentially, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it was really and again, it was a defense mechanism. He yeah. didn't know how to handle the situation. That he was thrust into something and was nervous, and you could tell. And so he he overreacted. Is part of it though? We always want to know the inside. Are the producers encouraging people to do things like this? You know, the, you don't want just someone that's doing you know soliloquies right. no, no, from I mean, uh, great television. Yeah, yeah. No, our, no, at that point they. What are, are they doing to you know kind of arouse them or you know? I mean, fluffers? Wait, I no, I don't mean that. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, they just go to their own room and they, they just decide. And we have them on camera the whole time, too. So, and they get to pick, keep, or share. And I, I just, I really think that he was so ignored and so he mm-hmm. just felt like, I don't owe you anything. We weren't partners the entire time. We got thrown together at the end. It's a game. Right. And he was always able to separate that where she was emotionally involved mm-hmm. and she was involved in a relationship and she was dumped on the show and she was crying about that. And so she was not playing the game. She was not in a business situation. He was business and he was closing a business transaction. Which is a, a lot of people play that. Right. That's what they play in she real life and that's how they do it. Yeah. emotionally involved. Right. She had her heart involved. And, and Was there a possibility they were going to be together? No, no. Actually, that had nothing no. to do with it. This was just a game. This yeah. is, nobody's hooking up in this thing. They you were. got male and female in there. They were, but the guy she was hooking up with got booted earlier and he she did. was crushed and, and then he dumped her. And so, you know, she was a mess. I don't she understand how people be such a mess when you understand what you're getting involved with. I mean, real, you're do- first of all, you're doing it for television, you know. I mean, how, how intimate can you get when you have cameras around? By the yeah. way, speaking of that, I did catch one moment. Yeah. I, I couldn't even believe what I was hearing. I heard the slurping of yeah. she was 
these giving people, them head. These she people. was giving them head in a hot tub. And I kept thinking to myself, I would want to be, I don't know if I'd want to be the cameraman for that. Right. <laughs> exactly. I'd feel a little creepy. Yeah. It's like, you know, do I catch this or, you know, what do I do? Well, they were they were doing it in the hot tub, bachelor, this couple. Bachelor and Bachelorette um, is kind of very organized. We don't have hidden cameras. We don't have cameras like you would be in a room, you know, and you don't have cameras up in the mm-hmm. walls. Like you'll see there's an audio girl and guy and there's a guy, you know, you can see everybody. Um, for Bachelor Pad, we actually do put up cameras. They're not hidden. I mean, it's like the size of this. You can't see it, obviously, but this big black thing above your head. Okay. So you can see it in the room. And we tell them, there's a camera. Mm-hmm. There's a camera in this room. Obviously not in the bathrooms. Obviously not in the closets. Right. Not in your bedrooms, but here and here and here. And we keep them running 24-7 in Bachelor Pad. We don't do that for Bachelor because we don't need it. Right. Um, but even though the fact – they know they're on camera and they still do everything. Crazy. Yeah. And – and it, it sometimes will even play to the camera. Now, tell me the truth, okay? Now you have a like have a hot chick, okay? Right. Like she's she's in a bikini yeah, or whatever, yeah. and she's yeah. Mm. yeah. Now you're doing a love oh, master. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is that the episode where you're going? You know, I think I might hang out today. Yeah, I, might. <laughs> I, I might hang out for this. There's got to be some topless stuff work. going on. Yeah, I have to work today. I'm gonna have to show up. Do you do you do you do that? I mean, be, really? I mean, is that? I'm, I would want to be around that. You definitely well, and then paint them on the back of my eyelids later. Right. You definitely, you definitely can, uh, you know, hang around you, but you get plenty of that without trying. You don't need to hang. You know, really, it, it just happens on this show. They must come on to you too. But the bachelorettes must well, be coming now that on you're to single, you. Single is that well, going to be an issue? You know, I don't know. That's a good question, Sarah, because I've I've not done the show single. The last seriously. I, yeah, because publicly, see, here's the thing. We, you know, Gwen and I were split up. Uh, my ex, we were split up during Emily's season. Nobody knew it. Um, you know, Emily was the bachelorette yeah, she was, the and she was choo- choosing the bachelor, which is funny because people were even talking, you know, that one tabloid report said Emily and I were together and that was the cause of it and all that. But like Emily, oh, of course, well, what's funny is that. Emily didn't even know, like no one on my crew knew no, none of the producers. Right. I told, uh, Mike Fleiss, yeah. uh, the creator of the show is a dear friend. He knew. And then one of the network executives knew, and that was it for a very long time. And then three quarters of the way through Emily's season, I let some of the other producers know who are mm-hmm. friends because it, it was all coming out. It was going right. public. And when I was going to go back to – we were in Prague actually. So that was pretty far in this last season. Hmm. And you did Emily, the show and, in Prague? We, yeah, we ended up in Prague. We were in Dubrovnik, Croatia, Prague. Like, so, and, I mean it was really – talk about like – I mean my life that this last year and a half, two years. I mean going through this and doing it publicly and trying to do it the right way for my kids from you know yeah. and for my wife and for me like we were trying to do it to where we weren't going to destroy our lives and become yeah. this public circus and i knew and so did gwen my ex like we knew i was going to be the butt of every joke because it writes itself the host yeah. of the bachelor getting a divorce like come right. on like it's too easy <laughs> and so and I, and I believe me i don't blame the lady you don't want person. to give them any more writing right exactly any it's more like, material and so what i did is i really saved everything until we disappeared until i went overseas and i took the kids um, the season ended in Curacao with Emily, and so that's really when I released it. I I planned, I gave it to People Magazine or whoever at six a.m. Mm-hmm. And my kids and I were on a flight out of the country for two weeks. Right, and I knew uh, my wife was going out of town as well, and so we just. Yeah, you know, we released it and we dispersed. It and was what was great. nice is it, it was a real soft landing too. It yeah. wasn't, you know what I no, mean. It was very, when it was announced, I, it wasn't some big oh, and he's with Emily right. now. He's in he's in Curacao with Emily, right. and you know this the is the way th- we knew this you all. You know what's along. funny though is when I was in Curacao and I was worried if there was paparazzi around because they always find out where we are. And um, and Emily, uh, she brought her daughter uh, Ricky, 
And so we were in this resort next to them, and we had a better beach, whatever. And so when Emily was around, <laughs> Ricky would come play because I had you know my daughter who's about the same age, yeah. and, and so my son. And so they would come play with us. And so I said, could you imagine? Emily and I were always laughing. Could you imagine if the pictures got out of like me playing with little Ricky, her daughter? <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> oh, oh, they've already moved in together. They've already, uh, but it's we do. It's you and know, you must have paparazzi around you, right? A little. I haven't bit seen now. any. Not, I haven't seen any with you yet. I've, not, I've hung out with you. I haven't seen any, uh, which is nice. You know, I, I again, I. I think it's because I built up enough credit in the bank of they respect the fact that I'm not that guy. Right. Um, you know, they, look, I know for a fact as soon as I announced the divorce, there was meetings around town and these tabloids, whether it's us and whatever. Yeah. And they're like, OK, what do we got on Chris? What do we have on Harrison? Right. Make your calls. I mean, I because people called me and they're like, dude, I just got a call. Like there was a producer at Dancing with the Stars who I barely even know. I ran into lately. She's like, you know, I got a call after your divorce. They were wanting to know like hmm. what I was like because Emily and I had gone to a show to promote The Bachelorette. Oh, okay. And they're like, what were they like? Bex, did you see them? Like, mm -hmm. call, they call everybody right. in your life. And, and because you had the integrity wow. and the good character yeah. all throughout, they had nothing to go on. So now they're on to somebody who right. doesn't have the integrity well, or and character. You talk about like you know the girls on our show. I've done such a. I've been so careful to keep my distance and be so careful around these women that I'll never be in a room alone with anybody. You know, if I go right. in, there better be five other people in the room or a producer or even a camera. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just very careful to keep myself out of these situations because, you know, I'm like you. I'm very old school. I like – it's a job for me and mm -hmm. I love my job. I love what I do and yeah. I don't mix – I don't mix the two, and I'm and I'm. Are you going to have to maintain that now that you're that's, single? And you know, we were getting to that. Is I don't. Oh yeah, definitely I will. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to fish off the company pier. It's not. There's, there's <laughs> yeah. plenty. Of, there's plenty of women out there that I don't need to go into that that pool. Um, right. So you and, won't be a contestant. Though. I will not be a contestant. No. I, I, you know, if the ratings are suffering, the flights oh, are going to get together. and Go. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> well, I told him. I said, don't don't ever come to me unless you have a twenty million dollar check to start. <laughs> That's where the conversation yeah. starts. I can be bought. Yeah. I, I was like, oh no, I could. But it's going to be my get out of jail free card, and I'm out. I'll, yeah, you know, I put in my six weeks, and I'm out. You'll never hear from me again. Right. I said, but just know that's where the conversation starts. Yeah, right. At gonna, twenty million. Yeah, that's your number. And it's only going to get worse. So, you know, I told, I said, don't even, don't even come to me and say what. It, I'm like, you know where it starts. Like just, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I will be very, and I'll be even more careful now. Yeah, um, because I know that's, they're going to come on to you too. It's almost well, like a game. It's you know, and people will see and be able to read into every situation because you know I was married for eighteen years. Yeah, and before that, it's like, oh, he's great. He's, I love Chris. He's married. And he's such a good guy, such family guy. And now, when word got out about Emily and I, and again, when we right. taped Emily, I was already broken up. Right. We were already in the middle of our divorce. Mm -hmm. Emily didn't know, but they're like, ah, oh, you notice how like they look at each other? You really? Notice how, you notice how he put his hand on They were reading head? into it way yeah. more than they were any other season when you're with a woman totally. saying the same things and doing the same things, right? Exactly. Same, yeah. And, and uh, why did they pick Emily? Because they just did? Oh, yeah. She was great. I mean, she was a phenomenal story. It was, you know, she was great. Oh, okay. And, she uh, has a kid. Yeah. And she, and she, was, uh, she had been on a previous season and been engaged with oh, I see. one of her bachelors. And, but, you know, it it changes as far as like now that I'm trying to go out and try and live my life. It's mm -hmm. I was in the Hamptons. Mm -hmm. uh, I was going. I went up to New York and uh, to host with Kelly towards the end of the whole run. And as I was still kind of like thinking about that job, and um, I went. I had some friends. I went to the Hamptons, and next next week Tuesday morning, 
Chris Harrison enjoying his bachelorhood in the Hamptons, and he went to the lobster restaurant or whatever it's called, and he hit on an entire table of blondes. <laughs> so I must have gone around and like hit on every blonde there before settling by a fire pit with a cute uh, brunette or something. I'm like, well, what part of that was true? I I, I remember the table. Well, <laughs> all of it. I'm just saying. I don't want it out there. No. Uh, but I remember the blondes. I took pictures because I take pictures everywhere. Of course like, you especially do. Especially with women. That's our, that's my demographic. And so yeah. we take pictures and we talk. What are you going to do? Turn them down? No. I don't want to start a rumor I love, here. You I know. don't care. I love people and I love talking yeah. to people. I love hugging people. I'll take pictures. I don't care. My like, you know, I Bart's I know. A yeah, he'll be I'm, looking for a, I'm a hugger. hugger. Oh, I'm a hugger. I am, I am a hugger. I am Although he and I have not hugged. Is that true? I, I we might have done that, bro. Yeah, hand around well, we today. Start with a shake and then and then throw that arm around there. But uh, yeah. yeah, but it's just so weird. To, like, it's a see, tough one though. You see how he looked at me? He goes, "You're a hugger too," because he didn't think that I was. No, nobody thinks that well, I am. After, I don't put it out. The way I, the show started, started, I would guess you are a hugger <laughs> and a holder and a cuddler, and a, a clutcher, yeah. <laughs> a reach arounder. But it's weird now, when you see this. Now, now you're never going to hug me. Yeah. I started to show up with that. Now I'm not going to get my yeah. hug. But uh, thanks for bringing it up, Joel. I, I, I do not regard you. Isn't it funny, though? I don't regard you as a hugger either. If I see someone, you do, yeah. you do get that feeling like this one is way. I'm know. kind of Southern. I'm a Texas guy. Yeah. And I think it, it's that's just, a handshake. I grew up in a but firm handshake know, in I'm Texas. A, I, I, we're lovers. We're lovers. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're in the different part. Different, oh, yeah. Ladies. So, different part of yeah, Texas. So and, and I was one. There was a woman we were with who was brunette, and we did sit by this fire pit. There was like 10 of us, and, and I did, I guess, sit by her. I didn't know if, I didn't think about it, but I wasn't with her at all. Um, but that's, that's, and then all of a sudden that story just gets out. And then, I, like, I was in Tahoe, and I went to a paddleboard race. And, but I was out messing around on a paddleboard. And the next week, there's a picture of me in a magazine that says, oh, he's chatting up this blonde on the beach. And, they, they have a, and there was a picture of me out there paddleboarding. I'm like, God. Like, Did they Photoshop a girl? <laughs> they could do that, no, they, too. There's, there's never a picture of the girls because that's usually the part that's not quite right. there. And so, but it's just, you know, it's part of do you it. Th- I, do you think, I've never talked about this before, but do you think that some, so, there's some sort of law of attraction with people that are followed by paparazzi and the ones that aren't? There are plenty of big stars. Mm-hmm. I talked about Nicholson the other day. You'll never see Nicholson with the paparazzi. Right. And now what is it? It's, it, I think that they're actually drawing it in that they do want they the do. paparazzi no, they there. Do. And then it gets to a certain point where they're going, get, you know, get, get well, out of here. There's both. Here, I, I think it goes what both What do you ways. think that is? I, Why are they attracted to some and they're not attracted to others? Well, Who are they following? Because, well, first of all, it's uh, a lot of it is reality people. Yeah. Um, you know, sadly, you know, who I've do taught, want that, I've, obviously, because well, they don't have the both. talent. I've taught, but I've talked to these people that run the magazines, and honestly, Jack Nicholson, Will Smith, Will Ferrell, those guys don't sell magazines. Nobody really cares. But why is that? They care about Kim Kardashian. They yeah. care about whoever. I don't know who else is What do popular. you think that is, though? I mean, it's, and that, by the way, that's how they become famous. Because they can't, there they're is, not basing it on talent. It's not like they're doing a performance. Because right. they're train wrecks, right? Well, but if you look at The Bachelor. Yeah, that's a good point. But if you look at The Bachelor, what The Bachelor is. It is the modern-day soap opera. Mm. And there, I think mm. a huge reason why soap operas are dead and gone now wow. and they're canceling them left and right yeah. is you have a show like The Bachelor where not only is it your soap opera and you're watching it, it's the modern-day stories, but the show's over. No, right. it's not. You're going to find out what happens to Emily and Jeff, the guy she chose. You're going to follow them in the tabloids. They, you can continue right. with this story. And we perpetuate that as well. We continue to update you. and mm-hmm. So our cycle – and when we started this – our show would end. We would do a deal with People Magazine or whoever, and, and they would get the cover of Trista and Ryan and the wedding. And that, that was it. And that would be about it. You wouldn't mm-hmm. hear from them again. They would disappear. Mm-hmm. Now, 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, 
they keep up with our couples. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they will even. This has nothing to do with us. This is the tabloids, and, the and tabloids, it yeah. is there is an insatiable appetite. And if this changes, who knows? But we are the modern day soap opera, and that is the modern day soap opera. Is yeah. finding out what is Kim Kardashian up to because she's real. And not only is is she real, you can't even make this up on a soap opera, right? I mean, you know, they're not like Luke and Laura going for the ice princess. But, but Remember, they a, get jump the shark. Yeah, but the- you, yeah, but you know what? But here's the thing: like Tristan and Ryan really did get married. They yeah. really did have kids. They do live in Vail, or mm-hmm. you know, Jake and Vienna. Who you so talk- that one worked. Yeah. That's one that's still working. We've had several. And like Jason and Molly yeah. are really married, living in Seattle. And, and that that was a – not that you would remember this, but one of the most controversial interviews and moments I've ever had in television. And it was one of the biggest moments where it was he dumped the girl that he was – he chose on the show and went for number two. No. Yeah. Afterwards. So, yeah. He dumped Melissa right And it wasn't a stunt. You really believe it was love. No, I know for a fact. They're together. They're married, and he's happily married to her. Now, and look at what we've done for Melissa. Nobody knew who the heck this girl was. Now she's on Dancing with the Stars. She's on Dancing with the Stars, uh, All Stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've created this life for her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and not that, not that anyone, any of them would admit that. They all think that they would have had this life without nope. us. Um, <laughs> but do you, uh, yeah. Do you think it's a really good way to start off your relationship, though? I guess, I guess you could say that about any way to meet. Yeah. You meet in a bar that's not the best place. You meet on match.com. It's not the best place. I mean, it, when you're talking to your kids, yeah. how did you meet? Well, I like the way uh, your mom was making out with this other bachelor. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to go for that. And you know what I mean? Uh, it's not the right. I, I'm surprised to hear that there's sustainable love that's found on a reality yeah. show. Well, and it's, you know, but that, that goes, you know, into the formula. It works. Like the way we do the show, it works. And it has. And, and we've had a lot of It works for the show, but I'm saying a yeah. sustainable life, love. Yeah, I, I mean, how can that really work? Because you have two yeah. people that are basically starved for attention. And that t- those two people in a relationship mm-hmm. do not work. We have two of their star for Thank God my wife comes from, she's an electrician. Right. You know, so she's not going, you know, oh, maybe I'll, you know, I'll score some more gigs <laughs> now that we'll be followed by TMZ. I'm with this comic. Right. No, there's two people in the room. You know, one's bigger than the other. And that's and that makes for a really good relationship. Yeah. Not two people that need a that's camera. That's true. But, you know, you talk about, uh, you know, the, the paparazzi. And look, more than half the people that are followed, are they call the paparazzi. That's you what know, I'm saying. Yeah, like it's, it is the it was, law of attraction, it Britney, literally. Whether it was Britney back in the day where she yeah. had her manager, they would call like, I'm going to get cigarettes. I'm not wearing underwear. Right. Make sure right. I get, they get a shot of my vagina. A lot <laughs> Which, of them. by the way, I've never been able to look at a woman's vagina since. <laughs> is that what that was? Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> I've seen a few. I didn't look anything like that. I know, I know. Um, it, lo- it looked like Mick Jagger was inside <laughs> of her crotch. Uh, it was. Uh, I've never seen anything so atrocious. Oh, okay. I haven't you seen know, this picture. She doesn't shave. Uh, no, and when it is, but it's just it's flappy, and I I yeah. still I'm bringing up the visual right now, and I've got an innie going on downstairs. I mean that's how much it, it was not a turn on. You would think that it would be a turn on to see you know anything a civilian's yeah. crotch. She's basically a civilian. She's not a porn actress. You know, porn actors, you know, you know it's nothing. What's that mean? That, that was, was I, I just ding that conversation. That was I, awesome. I, I, the bell. That was the bell, the bell to move on. I have a question. Chris. I get the bell on the vagina there. Unless we gotta go to break. Yes. We do have since to go to break. Since you're newly single, are you gonna start dating people that are half your age? Because that's what guys tend to do once they get. Jim Carrey right? is half his age. Why did you look at? Craig? He didn't do that. You didn't do that. She's twelve years younger. Okay, that's not half. That's no. not. I don't know. She when, did when, look at me, didn't she? I only looked at you because I was uncomfortable to like look you in the eye and ask. <laughs> Here's, really we're about honesty on our show. <laughs> do we have to take a break? Because I okay. Because I want to when when we come back, I want to get your opinion of how what the what's the range? What can I? What is the age? Range okay, I can great. Go? Yeah. 
Well, listen, I was trying to get you out of here. If you want to stay here, we what would love to what have you on. It? So yeah, see how fast that went? We go quick on this show. Okay. Listen, I'm no Jimmy Kimmel, but I can interview, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not getting his ratings. But we do have a lot of people that are listening. I hope they're listening live. You know what? If you are going to stay, you're going to stay? Yeah, I'll stay. Okay. 323-622-8623 is our number. You can call after the break and talk to Chris Harris, and you can ask him anything you want. We'll leave it up to you. That's right. And Sarah has some questions. Some questions. She won't be able to look them in the eye, but she will ask the questions. Maybe you can Skype them or something. <laughs> anyway, uh, please give us a call. 323, write this down, 323-622-8623. Give us a call. We'll be back in about, uh, what, four minutes or something like that? We've got some ads. We've got some ad space we sold. All right, so listen up, and uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. Stamps.com is a quick and easy way to get postage. Never go to the post office again. Go to Stamps.com, but before you do anything else, you click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in HF to get a very, very special offer for our listeners. That's Stamps.com. If you're like me, you probably had to do something hard today. I mean, personally, I hate washing out socks. That's why we made Geico.com so exceedingly easy. Easy to see how much you could save on car insurance. Easy to review and update your policy. Change of address. Just a few clicks and you're done. Visit Geico.com today, because life is hard enough. I mean, I don't even wear socks. Hello? Hi, is this Steve Bostick, president of Right Size Smoothies? Yes, are you calling about the free two-week trial? Well, so I already got the free trial. In fact, I've lost a ton of weight with your smoothies. Wow, that's great news. But now I have a problem I never thought I'd have. I can't stop losing weight. But I don't want to stop drinking your smoothies. I love them. Well, here's one thing you can do. Only drink one smoothie a day. That way you won't cut as many calories. And if you ever need to lose weight again, you can always drink more smoothies. With delicious right-sized smoothies, you'll love losing weight. So to get you started, we're offering anyone who calls today a free two-week trial of our powerful weight loss smoothies. You can even get free shipping. Call 1-800-644-1751. Try Right Size Smoothies free for two full weeks. And we'll also send you our best-selling blender bottle absolutely free. Call 1-800-644-1751. Ask how you can even get free shipping. That's 1-800-644-1751. 1-800-644-1751. Um, this is your old BBX phone system. I won't be in today. I'm feeling kind of pricey. My hardware is acting up, and I got this big hole where my features should be, and I'm tired. I think I just need to lay here today, okay? Bye. Switch to Ring Central for a cloud-based phone system. There's no hardware to set up. It's loaded with features like smartphone and tablet management, and it's priced from $19.99 a month per user with unlimited calling. Ring Central. Phone systems reimagined. Sign up for a free trial at ringcentral.com. Are you an inventor? Or do you know an inventor who would like to attempt to have an idea or invention patented and submitted to industry? For free information on how to get started, call InventHelp toll-free at 1-800-762-7000. InventHelp is America's largest invention company. Their referrals have helped inventors secure more than 7,000 patents, and they can provide free inventors' information for you. Find out how to record your invention's date of origination and get an informative brochure and other material of interest to new inventors. Get started by calling 1-800-762-7000. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product, you'll want to get this free inventor's information from InventHelp. 
Find out how to try to patent your invention and submit it to industry. Call now to get your free inventor's information. Call 1-800-762-7000. That's 1-800-762-7000. Pins and needles in our bed held together by a thread. Sticks and stones in our bath. Skin bruised, skin scratched Spread sand on my toast Mix salt in your tea I'll poison you If you'll poison me We've changed for the worse We're strange, we're perverse And there is no stopping us We've changed for the worse we're strange, we're perverse, and there is no stopping us now. I'm a tiger in your eyes, and you're a compromise until find Toast, mix salt in your tea. I'll poison you if you'll poison me. Network Studios. In Hollywood, this, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It is strongly addictive. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. We like to change it up. We like to audible. I used that word the other day with my wife. She goes, what the hell are you talking about, audible? It's a sports term. Do you know what it means, Sarah? Audible? Uh, we can hear it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that would be true. 
That would be true. Because you're calling an odd, an audible, an audible call, like in football, as opposed to a written call. Okay, like yeah. Pre- yeah. In football, you have a, a play that you go through in the huddle. Okay, so you go. All right, we're going to do a forty-nine red dog, you know, slant on two. That means the, you know, hut hut, right? So you get to the line of scrimmage, and the quarterback, of which Peyton Manning is probably the genius of all time. Sarah, at Sarah's glazed and over. She has no idea what you're talking about. Broncos. Boom. Whoa. Yes. (laughs) Do you see what she just did? (laughs) I'm going to top you there, Chris Harrison. I'm going to tell you, boom. I'm I'm not only glazed, I'm going to outdo, I'm going to tell you what team he's on. No, here's what just happened. Here's what just happened there. (laughs) She did a save. She doesn't care. She glazed over, and yeah, she just threw something in that might might pertain to the conversation. It reminds me of my kids. Where I'll go, "What did I say?" Yeah. And they'll like pick a couple words, yeah, exactly. and they're just repeating it back just to shut me up. But that's basically what she just did to yeah. us. Well, I'm not trying to understand the words. I'm just trying to. Understand, you really don't like, want to know what audible means. I just wasted my the time. to change everything. You change everything at the huddle at like, the at the line okay. of scrimmage. Hey, we're gonna go to McDonald's. You know, I'm calling an audible. We're going to Burger King. Okay, so whoop de whoop and <laughs> so we're calling an audible on our show because up. normally we say we had our show planned. Ileana would normally be here, but she's actually performing. She's listening. And says, "Great job, Chris is killing it." Oh, okay, great. Is great. that what she said? Yeah. Okay. She is performing at Rush Hashanah Services. Okay, <laughs> with an ear like with a I love an that. earbud, and you, she's do you like listening that? to it. I love that she's killing it on the Rush Hashanah circuit. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. doing Yom Kippur in a couple of weeks. Only in, only in L.A., man. That's you could hit that circuit hard. <laughs> she's hitting the circuit hard. Yeah. You only have two days, but she's hitting it hard. So that's what she's doing right now. Ileana's our producer. These and, are the uh, best days. Oh, you know, I, that's right. What? I, the best days to drive around L.A. Right. Jewish holidays. Jewish holidays. Yeah. This town <laughs> no wonder we got down. here so yeah. fast. Yeah, it's awesome. We just drag race around Beverly Hills. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, Jews are known for the drag racing anyway. No. You know, you don't see the top funny yeah. cars. Here's, here's, uh, here's And really, do your agents need Joel another Steinberg. excuse not to work? Like, What's that? Do your agents need another excuse not to work? Are they, <laughs> oh, it's Arbor Day. It's, uh, it's, it's Boxing it, Day. It's, by the way, does that drive you crazy? Because you and I were brought up similar. Yeah. I think maybe not as whacked as my childhood, <laughs> but work ethic is huge for right. me back east. And that's the one thing that drove me nuts when I came out here. First of all, I had this big reverence for television mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, it's TV. I'm going to be in TV. And you get here and there's a bunch of children yeah. <laughs> running the show and they're lazy asses and they're scared right. and they just do the same thing. They copy. It's like copying off. I'm here doing my homework right. and working on my tests and stuff. And these are the copiers. Yep. That's who lives in L.A. You don't want to say anything because you're in the business. I want to hear uh, about his dating. Let's get into the age. <laughs> All right, let's go. What do you want to know, Sarah? You, okay, go ahead. Okay, so you want so you, okay, so are you going to date somebody significantly younger? Have you yet in this last um, year? No, I will not date someone significantly younger. Except I am 41. Okay. So, to in your mind, yeah, what is what is significantly younger? Let's give. I need a boundary. Okay, I would say under thirty. Well, no, because I've been. Tw- I'm 27, and I've. Been, she doesn't want to eliminate herself. That. I've been. Okay. <laughs> You've been dating a guy almost his age. He's going to be 40 this okay, year. Okay, so let's set yeah. it. Let's set so it at 27. Because I was thinking we'd do lunch after this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Until you just said you had a boyfriend yeah. who's 39 or whatever. No, no, that turns me on. <laughs> <laughs> I would say. Uh, yeah, I'd she can't say even speak late, right now. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, no, I would say probably late twenties because when you're mid twenties, they're just stupid. Like I'm just Wait getting a out. Now. I'm Let's just go. getting out of my I'm so insecure, stupid phase. Yeah, here's, here's so you're the thing. admitting that at 25 you were stupid. Yeah, and I'm a little stunted. 
I don't. I don't agree with that. You came out here as you know this great writer at 24, 25 years old. Uh, you were 20. really smart. Okay, yeah, Wait, you were by 20. The way, it doesn't See? mean you're not talented. Yeah, yeah. you can be talented. Relationships are different. Yeah, but can, I, I'm oh, not emotionally stable to date a guy that's a little bit. How about not stupid, just okay. not wise? But how I about also that? You think, get your wisdom from wise and the ways of love. But yeah. I also think that guys are kind of a train wreck after a certain age too. And after, after a certain it, age, like if they're still single, but you've been married, okay, so yeah. you have that. So after certain, so I'm off the track. Is that what you're saying? No, but you, like, you've <laughs> no, been married. If, if there's a guy who's single, and this goes for women too, and, and this goes, by the way, we can throw the virgin topic in there too. If you get to a certain point in your life and you haven't had sex mm -hmm. or you haven't been married or at least in a very significant relationship, red flag, something. Yeah. Like if, if there's a 40-year-old guy who's never been engaged or in love or whatever, dump him. Dump him now. Run. That's yeah. your boyfriend? Yeah. Run. <laughs> Run for the hills. <laughs> okay. You're getting your advice from the host. No, I already know. Of yeah. the Bachelor. Yeah, you know okay. There's a reason. Like there's there's issues there. There's daddy issues, parent issues. There's there's been there's something there. You don't get that far in life if you are half decently attractive, half decently successful. And where you are in a normal life, you've, I mean, come on. You've never been in love. You've never had a relationship. But you're That's, really going to have a tough time now because they're going to throw themselves on you. I've First never, of all, they know what you make. Isn't that a weird thing about our society, too, is we can look up how much you make. Yeah, it is so now, odd. So now that you've got that going for you, yeah. so a lot of women that want the money, you got the looks, you got the success. They're literally going to throw yeah. themselves at you. Really so are. what are you going to do about that? Yeah. I'm oh. too codependent. I I'm couldn't like stand a, it. Donkey. Are you going to go crazy? You're just, are you just going to be like, let's bang them? Like, <laughs> this is where she goes, by the way. This is this literally is where, no, it's literally what I, I ran to this club the other day, and that's what I yelled. Let's <laughs> bang them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I couldn't believe it didn't work um but no. 18 years no, but with here's the, the same woman aren't yeah. you gonna go crazy a little uh, bit i definitely will not be that guy i don't mind being alone so i will not be that guy that like a month later after my divorce is final he's married again i don't get that guy yeah right. um that's like just that was me that dependent guy that can't live alone can't be alone How, what am i gonna do uh i'm fine alone i actually work so much alone i spend a lot of time so i think i got used to it before my divorce thank mm -hmm. goodness and so i'm fine living alone i i and i know I can't be in a relationship anytime soon. My God, I mean, 22 years I was with her. Right. Fantastic. They're amazing. friends. They're really good friends to we this are, day. We are. And, and mm -hmm. I love That's her. That's the way death. it should be. Yeah. And we are. I love her and I, I don't regret anything. I had a great marriage. I have two fantastic kids. But I know right now, Man, like that's not that wouldn't be fair to anybody to jump into something. And so right. I, I'm I'm not the go crazy type. I'm not going to go like bang everything on Hollywood Boulevard, but like I'll definitely date around. I want to like. What do you do though experience. when they're coming on to you? See, I'm I don't know. Yeah. Do you have this codependent gene? I have this. It's really bad. Like I have a really hard time shooting down. Like I would go to a strip club, right? And the ugliest strippers would approach me, and I couldn't say no for a lap dance. Yeah. So it's costing me hundreds just to get rid of the ugly ones. I find I'm going, oh, I, she has surgical scars. I'm going to have to have her come over and give me a lap dance. I, I That's the way oh, I feel. It's man. like I can't shoot them down, and it's yeah. a stripper, for God's well, sakes. I don't know how you can do this. It's a stripper. She's not, she doesn't have feelings. No, <laughs> I do believe that she has feelings. That's why I'm doing it. But she doesn't let's have just a take father a, or feelings. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's take a person just in real life, yeah. like there's a fake life. Let's say they just approach you and they say, you know, I really want you right now. What are you going to do about that? Can you just turn them down? Absolutely. Really? And, How? And, and at the very least, I'm very honest of like, look, this, if this means everything to you right now, then let's not do it because I'm not there. I'm not even close. Yeah. You're mm -hmm. going to get a lot of crazies just because yes. like you're not in that place of where you want a relationship, yeah. but they're going to, with women, it's, if we even sleep with you for a few times, we're like but, hooked. But here's the thing. I'll be honest. My divorce kicked my ass. Yeah. Like it, it wrecked me mm -hmm. emotionally. I was, I was, I was nowhere 
cl- I'm just now, honestly, yeah. I'm just now getting to the point where I'm even close to like thinking about dating, yeah. like wanting to go on a date or not being, you know, not being awkward or weird or whatever. Like it, yeah. it killed me. And so, I mean, I lost. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, by the way. I, I, you know, I know you a little bit yeah. and I've seen you through the years and I'll be honest with you. You really do look like there's something looser about you now and much more confident and happy. Yeah, I was a wreck. I mean, because it, when well, you're going nothing, through that, you know, and it has nothing to do with right. the other person. It has everything to do with what you're going through right. and your own feelings. This is what we get into on our show. Well, and the way. thing is, it my intuitive like, sense tells me that your basic persona, who you are, and who you're, you know, vibing with right now, is much more. You're getting into that more secure spot, healthier. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it feels because you're getting to know you better. It's not a codependent relationship. It's not based on, you know, even parenting. Now you can yeah. be your own parent. Well, and you want to, you know, by the way, do you find that to be the case? And, you know, it is. And here's the thing. You don't, you know, you know, you've been through this, even when it's falling apart. And for you, you knew it was falling apart. You knew it was over. Yeah. When our, when ours was kind of falling apart, we, we still weren't really sure. And so we, we put so much effort into saving it and fixing it and all that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we did it all. Sure. That is. So for years, for years and years, it is emotionally taxing and draining and depressing because mm-hmm. it's not working and it's not being fixed and it's not getting and better. And yet you want it to work right. and, and you're and going, you where's my answer? And, yeah. that, and that frustration is going to really oh, take a, t- a toll on you. Believe me, I was not the, the grass is greener, get me out of here. Mm-hmm. I want to go screw a bunch sure. of strange women. Right. I loved being married and, yeah. I, and I loved my yeah. wife and my family and I loved what I built. Right. And so I was excited and ready and, and, and when it's not working it and it's falling apart. Down, oh yeah. my God. Well, wasn't it's, working about it it's a uh, good question um it was you know when we got married we first of all we met when we were 18 mm-hmm. and so right away um you're like really like you yeah. know you're 18 you're getting married when you're 22 it was just you know crazy if i had been my parent i would have knocked me upside my freaking head like mm-hmm. what do you you know if you're ready to marry her now then you'll be ready in five years right you're whatever right. when do you grow up yeah, i mean we rush yeah you're a kid you have no you talk about age my god i was so, this a guy hosts the bachelor where they marry in like five right. months after meeting <laughs> well and here's the thing i i, I could i could see marrying someone in a week now I could really? see, I could i mean no i mean not like right now in my life uh-huh. but i get how i know myself well enough i could see meeting someone and going I'll probably marry this girl. Like I see it could be there. I wouldn't mm. do it in a week, but I could see that. Um, I had that happen. I understand that. Yeah. But back then, oh my God. And so and I was a the caretaker and she needed mm-hmm. caring for and that's how we came together. Wow. And mm-hmm. but the problem is we had this relationship that, you know, probably would have broken up in five to six years. That's what normal, you know, when you get that married that young, that's usually when it falls apart. But we really liked each other and respected each other and mm-hmm. we're friends and we're good business people and politically and parenting and we had it all we had so many things in common that we were able to justify mm-hmm. keeping it going and keeping you but know, something like that becomes a friend and you lose spark exactly you lose that other you have a roommate other. you have a friend and you have a roommate and yeah. it's like and it so it was i've had uh, roommates before but never do i go hey you know if yeah. like, <laughs> come and, here you hairy bastard <laughs> none so, of it on my list though <laughs> obviously it goes much much deeper than that there's more to it and, yeah but because all that sounds very superficial but right. that was kind of the gist of it if you get to this point in your life of like okay like, is there more for us? Like, should we, you know, you want them to be happy. Like I want her to be happy and she wants me to be happy. And that wasn't going to happen together. What are you going to feel like when she starts dating um, or has she? It's, I mean, I don't know. We uh, have a little bit we, of, uh, I was going to ask something. We have, a, going. we have a don't ask, don't want to know policy. <laughs> um, but, um, <laughs> what if she repeals that? <laughs> but I'm guessing, look, I'm guessing she's look. she's beautiful. You know, my wife, yeah. she's beautiful. She's great. She now has money. 
Um, so, <laughs> she's a big house. <laughs> so, wait a minute. If I ever get divorced, yeah. <laughs> so I told her, I'm like, look, you're a catch. I'm like, right. You know, and, and, uh, I hope she's dating. I do. I mean, do I love the thought of that? God, no. Oh, what, what human yeah. being does? Right. I don't care how much you hate your wife or whatever. And I don't, I actually care for my wife and I love her to death. So no, I don't like think about it or want to think about it. But at the same time, there's the grown up in me that's like I want her to be happy. Like right. nothing, nothing more, you know, would make me happier than to see her with a smile on her face. I feel the same it. way. By the way, I have huge problems with what my ex has done, including when she dated. You know, she makes the first call she makes is, and his dick's bigger than yours. You know, which is the worst thing you want to hear as a guy. <laughs> well, I, I did tell my ex, I'm like, just know that every, every conversation we start with, just to, for me, is like, you're such a better lover. It doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> I like, yeah, I'm moving on, but you were always better. Like, I don't understand why what? it didn't work out. If you guys were such really? great friends yeah. and like better, like good lovers, you're not were getting you not that. Good lovers, you're, you're not getting that it, it, because the spark it's, was it, gone. Because I think it's a spark is something well, that's very, very. Again, it goes much. There's so yeah. much more to it that of I course, would, yeah. that, that the public will never know. Because that's one thing yeah. is we 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 never made it public. We never took it public, and we gave and it is. And that's it's funny. Yeah. You, it's funny you just asked that because when I give my sorry ass explanation, yeah. everybody's like. Wait, that sounds like a, that sounds like a couple that should be together, not divorced. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Um, but that's the really way. Healthy. Yeah, but that's the way we wanted it, and we had a healthy divorce, and we have a healthy respect for each other, and so. Yeah. But we, but for reasons that no one will ever know, or we'll never right. get into, because it's none sure. of anyone's damn business. Um, we're not, you know. And so, but okay, how do we make this respectful, and how do we go about our ways and live a good life? And you don't want the children to see the yeah. fighting anymore, you know, and that kind of thing. I, I remember when not, I first left. What, what's your mantra on what you do want? I remember my mantra was, I just want someone that sees me for who I really am. Mm -hmm. And that person, hence, you don't need to go to therapy because they see right. who you really are. You're not working on it. You're not trying to create something. You know, it, it, building something, it's just organic and it just right. grows. And that was the one mantra. Do you have any sort of a, a thought in, oh, in where you want to go from here? Just, you know what, it's honestly, I don't have a mantra, but I guess it would be in a grander scale of it took me a little bit after my – you know, just getting over the emotional wreckage. And once I kind of emerged from that fog, I started looking at my life and I'm like, okay, first of all, you kind of have to socially rebuild your life because your life is built around right. soccer practice and these friends that are married and they have kids. And so, mm. you know, it was in, in our neighborhood and yeah. that's, that was my life. But well, I can't really go out with these people or, you know, Hey, you want to go have a beer? And so right. I kind of had to socially rebuild my life, which was interesting. It is um, interesting. Yeah. But at the same time, my mantra, whatever it was like, what makes you happy anymore? Like what really makes you happy? And it's not going out in Hollywood. It's not going to these clubs. It's mm. not banging mm. a bunch of chicks. Like, honestly, like here's a good example. I had a, a chance to like fly to Vegas and go out with these buddies and do that. And it's not like I hate Vegas. I love, you know, as much as the next guy going to Vegas and having a good time. But at the same time, I had some good friends that were buddies that were like, Hey, we're going fishing up in Oregon, play yeah. some golf. That oh, was, that sounded yeah. fun to me. Yeah. Jump on that. And I, yeah. I went fishing for the weekend. I went and played golf and there wasn't another woman around and I had the best. I, I, I enjoy a lot yeah. of time alone right now and just being by myself and being around good friends and no pressure. And that's honestly right now, I'm not putting pressure on anything. And if, as soon as a woman does put pressure on me right now, she's dead. Like she's gone like that. And, and no one has done that. Thank God. But as soon as someone, I'm just throwing it mm -hmm. out there in the ether, like <laughs> don't do that because it's the universe I'm, right now in my life. I'm not having those conversations. As soon as a woman looks at me and is like, what does this mean? Like, where are we going with this? I'm like, oh. I'll tell you where it's going now. <laughs> like here's 10 bucks. There. Like it's over. Like, I, I, I just got out of 22 years of where is this going? I'm <laughs> right. going home and I'm going to bed by myself. Like that's right. the greatest feeling in the world waking yeah. up uh, alone. And so 
it's really just learning to be by yourself again and figuring out what makes you happy and not re and, and really and again this sounds so cheesy but you got to live and love and figure out what it is in yourself long before that's you right. can glom on to some girl or, or even for a woman some guy mm -hmm. thinking that's going to make me happy by the way you know what's going to happen with the couple friends you know when you go out with the guy right the 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 wife is not going to be happy. Oh, he's yeah. a single guy. You're going to yeah. go out of town. It's you become that guy. I was that guy a few friends. times. Oh yeah, it's terrible yeah. when you're that guy and you know the woman doesn't like you. Right. So now you have to befriend her and go. No, I'm not like that at all. But I want to talk about uh, parenting. You have to co-parent yeah. with your ex-wife, and this is always a difficult thing, even in, within the relationship when you're married, right. because you have different styles. And I know you coach as well as I coach. When we're in the same neighborhood, and first of all, dealing with these parents, right. You've seen my act. Yeah. Well, the parents it, are the, are the a, ones that ruin sports. It's destroyed. Kids sports. are great. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. The parents ruin it. Yeah. Have you now? You've been a head coach. Yes. And many have times. you? I heard recently yeah. that you had a run-in. Right. I even know the guy's name or the woman's name. Woman. Yeah. But uh, I know the it husband was, too. It was okay. one of the biggest disasters of my life. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, tell me about. And what, by the way, you don't have to name names. What no, happened? I won't, yeah, I won't Starts name names. Starts with a T. Anyway, but go, go ahead. Um, <laughs> Because she's crazy. She's I heard. I heard it was certifiable. Yeah. What happened to you? Yeah. Well, and and here's I've thing. dealt with if, this, by the way. I've the quit story, little league. I've quit little league over the idiot parents like. But this. the backstory. Yeah. I'm going through my divorce and separation, all this, while I'm coaching. So nobody knows about that part of my life. That's completely shattered and falling right. apart, and I'm a disaster. Yet I'm going and smiling. Hey, let's kick the soccer ball. But my life, <laughs> my life has been soccer. So I coach soccer and I coach this mm -hmm. team. And I, I, we went to this extra program where you know, you try out or whatever, and it was great. But there was just this one parent, and I didn't know her history. It was, you know, I don't know why no one told me, but I made her my assistant coach. I thought, and here's my thinking. Oh my here's God. my thinking. You know what would be cool for these kids, for these boys, is to have, like, a strong woman as my right. assistant. Like, it would be cool to have a mom around who knows Where did you her. find her? Well, I had seen her out at the soccer field. She's coached before. And oh, we, okay. we've had hello conversations. I mm -hmm. don't know her. I didn't know her at all. So I thought, and, and as soon as I did, everyone's like, dude, uh. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Do you realize what you've done? I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, so there's a there's a history of like schools and kids and oh oh my god, I had no idea. And so fifty thousand people come up and warn me, and I'm like, well, it's kind of too late. And I'm like, you know what? I'm such a make the best of I'm it. I'm such a yeah. reasonable guy. Right. I'm, I'm the character. Whatever. Oh, I can. It's, wow. It can't be that bad. It's like I'm looking in a mirror. And so <laughs> things things start to go awry. Yeah. And so I'm like, look, I can handle this. You're disagreeing on coaching styles just, and things. Not even that. It's just really weird stuff. And <laughs> so like, and so I, I try the I'm going to appease her approach mm -hmm. of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's okay. I'll do this. I'll do this, and kind of you know give her her way or whatever. And then I'm thinking that doesn't work. And it gets worse. So then I'm like, okay, I'm going to try the abrupt approach and just be very honest. And that really didn't work. Now, she's not married. She's separate. She divorced. She's, oh, right. She's married. Oh, oh, they're still married. Okay. I so, yeah. So yeah. you're not even seeing. God you can't like – you, <laughs> you can't pull him aside and go, how to, do you do it? I wanted to hug him. It's like when I see him, I'm like, come here. Come here, baby. You need a hug. I felt – I mean this guy, I don't know if he's – I don't know. But God bless him. God right. bless him. He's got to just – But I heard it got really ugly. Okay. So you're trying yeah. to appease her. So, but it got real – like, it, it really unfolded into – But he's not involved though. See, a no. lot of times the husband will come no. in as the rescuer and try to protect his – I don't think he wants anything to do with it. I think he's just like – he's like, thank God it's on you and not me right, right. now. He's right. like, sucks for you, pal. Now they go to therapy and talk <laughs> about you. Right. Well, and I think it does. I think it's it's a form of like Munchausen syndrome where she creates drama in her life, whether mm -hmm. it's for her kids or whatever, and then she kind of comes in and even though she creates it, she she's the rescuer. And it really is. It's, it's, there's the, it, there's an amazing pathology there. And I, as much as I hated it was me, I – 
relished seeing this happen. I was like, holy cow. Mm -hmm. There are times when, look, we've all said, he's freaking crazy. She's crazy. Right. You know, oh, cra-. No, this is. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was, it was like, we, like really. Like, like date, Dateline NBC crazy. Yeah, I wasn't right. capable of handling this situation. I was so out of my element and so out of my water. Can you give us like, a specific? So like a, we, so she calls me in and like, uh, there was this time where she wanted to take over. Like she tried to get me fired. I'm volunteering. Coaching. <laughs> she, I'm, I swear to God. And I get, I, I get called in to the board and, and this on a Sunday, I'm about to leave for a week. Again, my marriage is falling apart. I'm about to leave the country. I spend my Sunday afternoon in front of this board and her, and she brought in the, every email I had ever sent out. She brought in as evidence. And it it was I'm like, holy in front hell. of the board. It was this one guy is like the guy who runs. It. And the best part is the guy's like, look, I called all your parents last night. They love you. So, <laughs> you know, like we're not getting rid of Chris. So and I was like, OK, so I, it was just but she and then she started crying and then she started yelling. Whoa. And then and it, it went. It was like but squeaky you, wheels get grease. You know, That's like the, the shapeshifter yeah. in uh, yeah. what was the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Uh, Terminator. Yeah. You know, at the end when he was trying to escape and he changed yeah, into all, all the, the shapes things. to try and right. escape the mold. <laughs> that was lava. her. Yeah, and it was like, and it, so at the end, I thought, okay, everything's fine. And she started crying. So we even hugged it out at the end. It was fine. It's like, okay, good. I'm like, thank God. I'm like, you know what? I didn't want to do this, but at least it's over and we're, we're fine. And literally 12 minutes later, I get a text of like, I'm quitting and this and that. It was like, oh, it was, wow. but I'm leaving my son. And the, it was just, it was a situation I've never dealt with in my life before. It was the worst. But I heard something really ugly happen. Like she was, she got real personal. Like well, she was trying to like. When my divorce went final, like she, yeah, she that's gets, what it was. And that's the thing. Yeah. She gets very. And the thing is, like Gwen, it was all my wife. I, I tried to keep my wife because Gwen is Southern girl, and she right. wanted to go off and go crazy. <laughs> like she wrote these emails. I'm like, don't, because I said right. I did that. I, you will kick this mountain over, and all that comes out is more ants. Like you cannot get rid of this. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't want like let me handle this. I'm I'm already deep. Yeah. Deep. Let me go. Let me go. And so, you know, and so she tried to save and she wanted to come in and be protective. And so I'm like, just stay out of this. And so she's got that kick ass is soon, you know, know, vibe she, too. she wanted to go right. kill the woman. Like literally go yeah. at it. Yeah. Like it's, it got really personal. She got very personal would with my kids cool, and actually, if would have been hot. Yeah. <laughs> but she, as soon as, saved uh, our as, marriage. as soon as my divorce got final, <laughs> as soon as my divorce, she texted me, this woman texted me. Yeah. Like, that's like, what I heard. Yeah. I, I just couldn't, I couldn't let this situation go. Like you deserve everything you're getting. Wow. I hope she takes you to the cleaners and just bear. Wow. I'm like, and I literally this, I had just gone through the, and it, it, here's the funny thing. I had just gone through the, one of the worst things in my life, yeah. and I saw this. Te- I saw her name come up on the text, and I thought, you know what? Good on, good on her. Like that's cool of her to actually say she's going to say, you know what? Yeah. I'm sorry. Like right. bygones, bygones. I did. I sort of got. I thought all, all, all crap aside. You know what? I'm sorry. I hope you and your family are okay. You're opening up this text with yeah. great anticipation. Yeah. I really. Thought, We're going to have a healing here. This yeah. is a great healing. I swear to God. And she just takes that wound. <laughs> it just was like dumps up. You. I hope you're dead. I hope. Yeah. You're dead. I was like. I, I was stunned. I just this sat is what there. we deal with in coaching. I just sat there. I'm like, <laughs> I all I was doing was volunteering. I just wanted to coach my kids. I wanted soccer. to teach a scissor kick. Yeah, <laughs> and this is where it comes to. It was, really, I, I sat there looking at that text. I showed it to my my ex, my wife, and she's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this human being had that. Like another human being could do that. Yeah. It was un." Real. Well, the, a lot of them are trying to live uh, through their kids, and they yeah. put e- so much into the kids, they're forgetting who they are. But I know, and it, like, it, look, it's I'm, a nightmare. You're like this too. I'm a big target. I get it. Yeah. In the community, like, 
take yeah, a shot. That's I get, I get that. You and know, can't take it, wife. comedy boy. No, I can't take it. You're not right. funny whatsoever. You're mean. But that's no, why I, I can't my wife take that. And my my yeah. ex, I'm like, look, yeah. let me take this. I'm fine with this. Right. I, you, you get a thick skin. You're used to being told you, you're, you saw whatever. So, but that was. Oh. I'm not coaching this year. Sorry I brought that up. That, that, that brought a big sigh. Yeah, I quit too. Same thing. I had, a, I had a guy. As a matter of fact, I sent out an email recently, and it said, hey, just trying to get updated on right. the email list. And he goes, this is three years ago I coached with a guy. He goes, remove me. I hate you. And he got, like, real personal. He goes, why am I on your email list? I'm going, that was the whole point is I want the people off that don't want to be on. So just say – and I said, there's nothing – I said to him, there's nothing I'm going to say that's going to change right. this. Thank you for sharing. Anyway, uh, Chris, thanks so much for being thanks here. Thanks for having me in. Man, an awesome. hour and a half. That's what I meant by audible is we audible. He now did an hour and a half, opened up the show with us. But we have more in store. We have another half hour. That's right. So we'll audible from there, too. Maybe we'll talk about uh, coaching kids or kids' parties, of which what I went to yesterday. Libya. Oh, you want to talk about Libya? Yeah, there's a there's a uplifting <laughs> Wow. Topic. I'm sorry I have to leave. <laughs> Chris, you were great. Thanks, On buddy. camera, I want to hug. I want to hug. So people can ju- no, no oh, not that really? you know hug no I'm gonna, we're going to do a real hug on camera as we take a break. Uh, Chris Harrison, thank you so much for being here. Ba- uh, watch him next weekend, right? Uh, the Emmys. He's going to be on the green. No, the the green carpet was the pot movie I did. This is the, the red, red carpet car- Sunday night on ABC with Larry Spencer and Josh Elliott. Thank you, brother. Take a break. Coming right back. Thank you, man. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. The Soda Stream Soda Maker is fun as hell. The kids are going to love it. There's 50 different flavors, and it's healthy. There's no fructose, corn syrup, or aspartame. So pick one up at Bed Bath & Beyond, Target, Macy's, Kohl's, and Walmart. Or just go to SodaStream. Every three minutes, another person falls further into credit card debt. Many credit card companies have nearly doubled their minimum monthly payment. People can barely afford to keep up. Here's the great news. With our powerful program, anyone with $2,000 or more in credit card debt can cut their credit card payments up to half and reduce or eliminate eliminate interest charges altogether. We are a nationwide nonprofit and have helped over 600,000 people with their credit cards. Get free of credit card debt today. Call 800-495-1307. That's 800-495-1307. Are you sick of cigarettes ruling your life? Tired of the yellow teeth and shortness of breath? Think nothing out there works? Think again. Introducing Miraset, the all-new revolutionary solution to stop smoking forever. Miraset is an all-natural spray registered with the FDA created from homeopathic ingredients. Miraset suppresses your nicotine cravings and withdrawal symptoms, allowing your body to reprogram itself to remove the crave forever. Former longtime smokers are marveling over the effectiveness of Miraset. Randy writes, I've tried several stop smoking products without any success. After trying Miraset, Miraset, my overall health is so much better, and my urges have gone away. Miraset is not a temporary solution with harmful side effects like some of these other products. It is an all-natural and permanent solution to stop smoking for good. Order your one-month supply of Miraset today to end the nicotine addiction for only $49.95 with a money-back guarantee. We care about restoring your health. Order Miraset now and stop smoking forever. Call 800-394-6149. That's 800-394-6149. Here's reality, guys. If you're over 30, your testosterone levels may have already begun to decline. It's a medical fact that testosterone levels decrease with age. Here's the good news. ProGene, the only all-natural dual-action testosterone supplement, is giving away a free month supply to every guy that calls today at 800-643-8577. Kick your drive back into high gear and be the man you want to be again. Try it for a month for free. There's nothing to lose. Feel younger again and be the man you want to be. Call 800-643-8577 for details. That's 800-643-8577. 
Gift giving can be stressful. Birthdays, anniversaries, weddings, and the list goes on. Don't let your next special date sneak up and catch you unprepared. You're just a click away from the perfect gift at redenvelope.com. Redenvelope.com has always been the place online to find extraordinary one-of-a-kind gifts, but now it's even better with hundreds of amazing gifts. Whether it's cool gadgets or awesome sports stuff for him or a customized piece of jewelry for her, you'll find it all at redenvelope.com. Fast, easy, and perfect. What more could you ask for? How about 20% off everything plus our signature red gift box free okay done just go to redenvelope.com and enter promotion code hurry at checkout no one needs to know how easy it was for you to find such a great gift that's our little secret you can even schedule that special gift delivery weeks in advance but hurry this deal won't last forever so go to redenvelope.com right now and enter promotion code hurry at checkout to get 20 percent off everything plus our signature red gift box free go to redenvelope.com code hurry that's redenvelope.com promo code hurry Enjoy this music from Claire Means. Craig would call it wrist cutter music, but I like it. Never knew my mama, never knew my pa. I have four brothers, never met one. I've lived in everybody's room but mine I've lived in everybody's room but mine My mama left me when I was born She couldn't care for a baby boy Body filled with poison. She put the needle in. Body filled with cocaine and heroin. Don't listen to me. I tell too many lies. Don't listen to me. Cause I've lived in every. Too many lies No one ever looks Can't look in their eyes The truth I'll never hear The truth I'll never speak I trust no one No one trusts me
never trusted none Every night I rock myself to sleep Every night I rock myself to sleep Don't listen to me I tell too many lies Don't listen to me Cause I've lived in everybody's room but Network radio worth watching. Here's a mint. I think so. you're welcome. Welcome back, everyone. Well, we uh, we had a whole show prepped, and uh, Ileana, our producer, is listening. <laughs> and I almost feel like um, it's my manager saying, "Don't do that." <laughs> like like writing down notes and, and judging the show, and you know, where are you going now? I did a lot of show prep for this, but so far she, she approves. She does. That's what she said. Well, we have a yeah. We had a whole show prepped for she you, and then Chris Harrison came in. By the way, what a great guest he was. He was a great guy. I have to tell you the truth. He is one of those guys. I'll tell you the truth, he is on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to say when he was in the room. 
He's on the list of if you were gay, you'd go there. I'm just uh, okay. Like, I don't know. Okay, he's on the list of a, a guy you find is very good looking. He's a, he's a good looking guy. Yeah. I like yeah. His, I like his profile. I was staring at his I profile, like his profile. The whole time. I wanted to sketch it. I started sketching him over here. Joel, this is sounding like this. <laughs> okay, he is I'm one of those artistic. guys. Though you say I, when I first saw him in kindergarten, well, not my I'm kindergarten. For, no, I oh, was right. teaching. I was volunteering <laughs> kid, with like his you guys wife. Known each other a long time. With his wife. Okay. I was in kindergarten with his wife, and our kids are in there together. Uh-huh. Of which his daughter, uh, my son, has no interest in whatsoever. Um, <laughs> like, he's like, no interest in girls. Join yet. the kingdoms. Well, you know, the guy's got a lot of money. I'm like, hey, get to know her. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, decent dowry coming your way. So at first, I, 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 you know, he's like one of those guys you just don't want to like him. I do, do you find that to be the case, Sarah? Do you find that the case in the George Clooney way? Like you don't want to like him because he's so cool, no, George? Or? No, because he's he's so good looking. Oh, the guy's got money and he's yeah. good looking. And then we found out today he's smart and a good guy and a good father. Come yeah. on, yeah, because when <laughs> something's got to be bad. Craig, I was seriously like, I'm not going to give this guy the time of day. Seriously? Yeah, because he, I was like, he's so not going to give me the time of day. So I was like, I'll give it not to him. He ended up asking <laughs> you out. That was a whole other way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're going on a date after this. So uh, yeah, I. Do you have that with guys, but not with women? You don't think, oh, here's a beautiful woman. She walks into the room. She has everything going for her. Do you do you have those opinions? Oh, you sure. form those opinions with? For sure. Yeah, they become the girl in the high enemy. school that shot you down. Yeah. You know, the mean girls. <laughs> the enemy. Yeah. I have that with guys. I go, oh, come on, this guy. You know, he's got to be shallow. That's, That's more the other of a thing. feminine he's quality, Craig. Because like, I am I've feminine. Heard, have we gotten yeah, that yet? <laughs> I've heard that guys, like if they see the cool guy, they're like, yeah, let's be like, I want you to be part of my team because you're cool and I want to be associated with that. That. But you like want the cast-offs. You want the cast-off chicks, too. Yeah, but for a woman, like when we see the coolest popular, we view her as a threat. We're like, let's just say, you know, someone the other day was like, let's see, can we just say she has herpes? You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, let's spread that can one. We all yeah. agree. Herpes, she looks like she has herpes. She's got an STD, so you can feel better about yourself. Yeah. Don't, don't you ever have the, I've had this happen as well, where you hang out with the popular guy and you know, you, you're, you're going to get the ones that he doesn't have, or the, you're going to be you the, get the spill off. Yeah, get some spill off. I mean, his spill off would be unbelievable. Yeah. Be de- delicious, <laughs> be wonderful spill off. No toxins, I would think. Yeah. But uh, you know, so you you want to not like someone it, when when they walk into the room. It just it's a fact. And I guess we all go through it. Mm-hmm. Joel yeah. wants to sketch them. Yeah, but I <laughs> but, wonder yeah. if guys go through that. Maybe they could call and tell us if they if they have a really awesome. Don't have guy. them call. I'm sorry. Or post on our Facebook yeah. page. Yeah, you know why? They, uh, because I messed up here. I can't get this. I don't know the password, so they can't call, apparently. I apologize to everyone out there if we said to here, call Chris Harrison. Uh, I apologize because you probably tried to reach us, and I never answered because I didn't see it coming in. I was like, oh, I guess it's not popular. Yeah. But he is popular. They probably tried to call us, but uh, I apologize. And we <laughs> And uh, the other thing about this, <laughs> we have someone says that Chris seems sensitive and mature. Got to have add him to my if I were gay. As <laughs> <laughs> a guy said that yeah. straight guy. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I started something here. <laughs> I started Craig's not I, alone. I always want to start things in life. You yeah. know, like the, I'm known as the one, the creator of that. Yeah. Like he, he, I yeah. want that one didn't work. I want to be the one that came up with if I were gay, I would, I would go there. Can but, we combine the two just when you see a hot guy? <laughs> <laughs> and then we all know that's what you mean? <laughs> For those of you who don't know what that is, when I was in high school, we wanted to be popular, and we wanted to come up with something that everyone in the country would end up doing, and we came up with, <laughs> that's usually, I don't do it as well as I did in high school, <laughs> and it still hasn't caught on. 
I'm looking for something to catch on. Hopefully our show, by the way, I did hear how many people are listening, and I'm very happy about that. It's we're good. doing well. That's I, what we're told. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to me. And, and and by the way, I also have to tell everyone that we are not going to be Mondays anymore. They love Starting us so much. in a few weeks, right? Yeah, uh, so keep tuning next in. Next week, we are going to be on Monday. Right. After that, from then on, we're on Wednesdays at Wednesday. noon, from noon to two. Write that down. I thought it was late, our, later October. No, no, first of October, uh, like the third or whatever it is. That's when we start Wednesdays, okay? Because okay? then Adjust one of those will be out. Okay, that's yeah, all right. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll we'll be okay. We'll hold the fort down. Well, Eliana will sit in your spot. Don't replace me, Eliana. <laughs> <laughs> we had a conversation about this this morning. She has no desire. So, <laughs> she told me try. that too. By the way, I yeah. said, "Why don't you get a mic too?" She's no, not interested. Yeah, she's like, "I'm a huge fan of yours, Sarah. I'm not going to do it." <laughs> Is that what she said? Yeah, yeah. She, said she, she's she told a huge me the same thing. So behind the back, she's still saying the same thing. Yeah. But Eliana used to uh, co-host my old uh, radio show, and we had a blast. So look out. <laughs> she posted a naked photo of me once. You put this on, didn't you, before, on our Facebook, your nude photo? No. Or did you just say you were going to? Oh, did I say I was going to? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, I, I don't know if I ever will. Oh, okay. I, look, if the ratings are bad, <laughs> I'm, I'm willing it. to. I'm willing to. If they t- tell, tell me. Tell us if you want that photo. Listen, it's you, you get more numbers or you're out of here, then I might pull out the photos. <laughs> it's an old photo, thank God, when I was much better built when I yeah. might have been on someone's list. We have a gay guy saying that uh, Chris sounded so put together, it's a shame that he doesn't like the menses <laughs> because <laughs> I'd be a fantastic wife. <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> oh, Anthony. Hey, Anthony. I love Anthony. Yeah, his, his name is Gay Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that, that would apply. But uh, one thing is uh, that, that Chris was talking about is, is parenting, That's and right. it's what one of the topics I did want to bring up today is I went to another children's party yesterday. I went to another one. Another one. I flew in, and that's right where I went. You know why I went? No. Checked in with my wife, who was there already. I was a little late with the flight, and I said, is there adult food there? (laughs) (laughs) I'm hungry. I'm starving. (laughs) The only reason I went. Adult food? You would have been satisfied with kid food. No. Chicken wings and hot dogs? No, I'm done with that. that. Seriously, when you grow up, when you have this... It sounds delicious to you. You're I'm both starving. single people. You're probably on. <laughs> you're probably doing top ramen. Yeah, it's so good. Top ramen, chicken flavor. I'm sure it is. Not for me anymore. I am more. I said I want some adult food, which does include pizza for me. And they had pizza and, and uh, chicken salad and uh, oh yeah, that was good. And I went in there and I felt kind of bad because I I literally went in. I <laughs> know. Yeah, and I heard. <laughs> And people are talking to me and stuff, and I'm just, I'm just here for the food. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice to see my family and stuff like that. But I had games to watch. I had a big bet yesterday. Yeah? On? Oh, it was one of those things where I was so sure of it. I almost went to $1,000. Whoa. But I made my biggest bet I've ever made, 750 Wow. On That's the Eagles. On the Eagles game. Okay, my team. So here's my thought was I am going to bet against my team. Okay, you get it? Right. They lose, and I feel a little better because I just made seven fifty on their loss. Yeah. Right. They win. I'm going. We're going to the Super Bowl. This is fantastic. Yeah. I won't have any money to go. It's a but win-win. Still, yeah. It's a. It becomes a win-win. Guess it's what? So a lose-lose. With the point spread, on. it was they were two and a half point favorites. Mm-hmm. I had the best of everything yesterday. They won by one point, so I win uh, the bet. Hey. So seven hundred fifty dollars <laughs> and my team won against nice. a really good team. That I had the best day, <laughs> and I left the party. I didn't even tell anyone I was leaving. <laughs> I I, oh, I, I, had, I still had crumbs on me, 
and just bolted out the door as they were singing happy birthday. Doggy bag to a three year old. And... Like the three year old's gonna make it's gonna make a difference. Like the three year old's gonna go, It's a great party, mom and dad, but uh, do you notice Mr. <laughs> Shoemaker bolted after he ate our food? Was that I went into the, Jr.? I went into the... So Craig went into the bouncy for a little while, and uh, <laughs> I think he was using us for a little meal. I just uh, want to give a shout-out to Jan really quick, second favorite show. What's that? Today she said it's her second favorite show. Her first one was Tom Bergeron, but I love Chris even more now. How about that? She yeah. picked the two hosts. Yeah. The two, the two great hosts that we've had. We've had some good guests on our show, by the yeah. way. Yeah. We've had some good gets. Now yes. I'm going to put on my list... Craig Ferguson. All right. Uh, he's a buddy, and uh, I've been on his show and stuff like that, so why not have You know what? Why don't you Facebook us? By the way, go to our Facebook. It's, uh, it's called Laugh It Off with Craig Shoemaker. Laugh It Off. And we that. stopped, basically. We got 600 initial members, right? Uh-huh. And we, we sort of like didn't give them what I wanted to give them. And mm-hmm. we're go- now that we have a producer, Ileana's here, we're going to keep feeding mm-hmm. funny stuff on there. And take your questions, because a lot of people don't want to call in there. I had someone who's a big Chris Harrison fan. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, great, you'll call in. She goes, no, I'm too shy. <laughs> so, you ask the questions. And you know the questions she asked me to ask? What? Did they give him an STD test? <laughs> she, wanted, she wanted to know these things. No, we didn't ask. We Sorry. Did, I did, we didn't ask that. And uh, all the other questions that she was asking were very, you know, raunchy and dirty like her. <laughs> but so she wanted, she, but she says, I'm not going to call in. I said, can't you disguise your voice and just give a fake name? Yeah, oh, this is Debbie, and I want to know, did anybody ever catch a disease? <laughs> just do some sort of a voice? Just do- his voice. <laughs> no, you're frightening us all with that voice. That's the Sarah voice. You own that one. Yeah. That one could catch on throughout yeah. the country. How about this one? So, you guys, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Let's all do voices as if you're playing someone else. Now, that's your... What? That was like Yosemite so Sam. You guys getting a test? <laughs> People who are listening to our show are just going to think, wow, all of their audience has speech impediments. That's what they could do. They could just call in as somebody else. And, yeah. and, and we can invite people that way. Yeah. But don't call us now because I don't know the password. We, That's we just this week, okay? Yeah. So it's just it's just us now. Now, you guys don't go to little kid parties. No. Well, right. I was a nanny for a long, long time. Oh, so you probably yeah. went to plenty of so them. I've been to Obnoxious? Mm-hmm. Any obnoxious ones? It's all about the parents. It's you know? all about the parents and yeah. about the show. Mm-hmm. Like, and it has what? nothing to I mean, your kids, one, two, three, they're not going to remember this. No kidding. Yeah. I, but by the way, the parties I do remember were absolute failures. <laughs> Those are the best parties ever that I had when I was a kid. The one where the dog ate the cake. That mm-hmm. was a classic. <laughs> was that your party? My party. I could tell you the exact moment of that party. It was uh, fifth grade. And I, they, and by the way, I was not that popular, especially with rich kids. So I invited these rich kids over to our poor house. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And my mother, on a budget, she did the best that she could to make it an entertaining party. And I was so embarrassed to this day. Aww. To this day, I'm holding on to it. She took us down to the basement yeah. to scare the kids and do like scary stuff, <laughs> you know. So she said, "Oh, we have a dead Craig's dead grandfather. We have him over here." Was it around Halloween? Actually, it is. Okay, November fifteenth is my birthday. So she takes them into another room, and she doesn't understand. <laughs> These are smart fifth astral. graders who are rich. Okay, and they're used to you know the grand party with yeah. the, you know hiring the local clown. Uh-huh. Who has a resume and stuff, and that's who they have, and you know, go to a bowling party or whatever it was. But no, we had to go low rent, and so she says she has all these little tricks for the kids. One of them was, 
I'm going to take you into uh, C. Craig's grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the other room in this other part of the basement, and he's been dead for 10 years. <laughs> but you're going to meet him. Oh, my and the kids, God. Like, wow. Half the kids are going, why don't you get invited here? <laughs> I don't like the poor people. Yeah. <laughs> so, she takes, she takes, and then she blindfolds them, and then uh, she goes, "Okay, reach in here, reach in here, and you'll you'll feel his grandfather." And uh, she goes, "This is his eyeball." And she takes the kid's finger and puts it in a jar of jelly. Yeah. <laughs> she, goes, she goes, "This is his eyeball, right?" And then she's got a shriveled pumpkin from Halloween. She goes, "This is his face. Feel his face." Aww. And of course, the rich kids are going, "It's a pumpkin. It's jelly." <laughs> The kid's like, oh, so you know, licking his fingers. It. They didn't fall for it. That's but she was sad. very clever to give it a shot. Yeah. And yeah. we did bobbing for apples. I love that it's after Halloween, like when all the stuff's on sale. You know? <laughs> well, that's when she got it all on yeah. sale. Yeah. Yeah. So she had the apples, and it's bobbing for apples. Do you know how to do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You I've never actually done it, though. Well, because you it's probably messy. grew up with some money. We This is old school. Yeah. We had to do stuff like this. Pin the tail in a donkey. That was another one. You yeah. just, you know, you, you draw a donkey. What's you, a donkey? <laughs> a donkey? I know a donkey. Is that a poor person's version <laughs> of a donkey? A it's donkey. a Philadelphia accent version. Uh, a donkey. You yeah. mean it's not donkey? A donk, no. A donk, no. Maybe I'm combining it with donkey for apples. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pin the tail in the How do you say it? Donkey. I can't even do that. You donkey. Can donkey, try it. I have to do another voice. It's pin the tail on the donkey. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds really weird to me. It's donkey. No. Isn't it? D O N. Donkey. Donkey. Like Don King. Like Don King. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. So pin the tail on Don King. Pin, pin, pin the tail on donkey. It doesn't <laughs> sound right to me. It just doesn't sound right. I'm sorry. It's all right. Well, we would p- play pin the tail on the jackass. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that I can pronounce with vigor. And we would just get a safety Your pin. Your father would make an appearance <laughs> this game. That would, be the, that would be the donkey. My father actually runs mule rides. How appropriate is that? Yeah. <laughs> Mules, which are half donkey and half horse. I don't know if you knew that. Mm-mm. I did know that. You can't get a mule from a mule. Did you? Are you aware they're of that? Sterile. Well, they yeah, they're yeah. created, and they're just one shot. They yeah. don't have like a lineage... You know, son, reproduce. you know, my grandpappy was a farm mule. Well, so then how do you get another mule? Breed another horse and another You got to go get a donkey or a jackass, and you put them together with a horse. And he had ones that were bred with Belgians and Clydesdales, so they were giant mules. Yeah. 75 mules my father had. Wow. Talk about evolution working right there. Well, how's that work? Because it's like, That's- oh, let's make another breed of animal. Like you can't have this animal and have another one and have the same thing. It's like forcing you to evolve, this animal to evolve. I wish it applied for people because <laughs> I think there's some people out there that just need to stop. Yeah. They need to not pass this on to generations. I mean, we, we wanted to talk about Libya, for instance, today. Let me see how much time we have. You, oh, we're out of time. We, we have, can't, we can't we bring up Libya, no, a, a topic like that. But I am telling you that I cannot believe some of the devolved people that are on Facebook that are reacting to their fears in a way that is just so myopic. And, yeah, and, and if it's too consciously stuck people, you yeah. try to breed and they're like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> we can't make another one. We can't. <laughs> we, awesome. we owe it to that the world not to bring in more of these people. We're trying to get rid of them. Yeah. That's what's going on. I believe that that's what there's an evolution going on. You okay. have to wonder. If Which like, some people don't even believe in evolution. They, no. they think that we came from here, and I guess we're supposed to and have And two stopped. of those people who don't believe in evolution would not be able to make a baby. <laughs> we should have a law. 
They just should jet, like it just shouldn't happen. I'd vote on that law. Yeah, I'd vote on that law a lot more than gay marriage. Don't have gay marriage. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, it, it, it just should stop. Mm-hmm. It does because you you're not thinking. There's no critical thinking that's going on. It, re, the reactions to the Libya thing is ridiculous. They, you have to be one side or the other. That's the way our world is working right now. What about another side? You mm. know, what about another perspective? What about empathy or compassion and understanding what they are protesting about? Okay. If you put yourself in someone else's shoes, like I keep hearing like, here's what I read the Quran, which is a bunch of bullshit. Cliff notes written by the KKK is not reading the Quran. (laughs) I've read the Quran and it says to go after the infidels. Well, okay. So I'm going to put myself in the, and by the way, when I'm saying this, I'm not saying that I want to go move to another country. That's the other thing. When PI say anything about compassion, I go, why don't you move there? You traitor prick. America's the greatest. Okay. I want to be a greater land in America. I want to be greater. That's why I'm submitting these things. Right. Well, don't you want to be even greater? So we've done it the one way, violence, uh, you know, xenophobia. Let's go after them and, ent- and put an entire group of people into this category. So that, you, that And then you will have your fears will be taken care of by let's go kill them. I said to this guy, I go, who is the enemy? Who are you going to go kill? Muslims? You're just going to go pick up Muslims and just go, I'm going to kill you because I think that you want our freedom. (laughs) It makes no sense. So have compassion and understanding of of where they might be sitting. So here's what I think. I think they might be coming from a perspective of seeing us as terrorists, seeing us as violators of their space, of seeing us, of, of, of condemning an entire religion based on the acts of a few. So if they, if I'm over there, in a yurt or wherever they live. Mm. <laughs> these people. Whenever people <laughs> use these people, that's the other thing. It's like, these people. Who are these people? <laughs> it's not like Seinfeld. Who are these people? Yeah. They're wearing garb that I'm not familiar <laughs> with. They're wearing a burqa. Who would wear a burqa? Who are these people? They are just living their lives. They want the same things we want. Do you get that? There is no enemy out there to fear. But the fears are promoted and spun by people that want to be in charge and in control of everything. Well, and they the, think that the results what, – what's that? I was just going to say there, I, there are enemies, but you just can't, like, combine a whole group of people right. and say that all of that group – because there are – I mean, you see the videos of them standing on our flag and burning our photos. Of and it's course. like there are – Okay, Enemies, so all right, so now let's but take just not all of them. Of course, it's not. Just like <clears throat> when we were bombed at the Oklahoma City bombing, which people seem to forget, we don't go, oh, crew credit, crew cutted Christians that used to be Marines. Let's right. go after them and put them on the terror list. Right. No, it's a, it's some people that happen to be Christians. These guys that bombed at Oklahoma City, they happen to be same as they happen to be. And by the way. It's all justified. An abortion bombing, right? Mm. You're killing someone, a doctor that you feel is justified mm. by your religion, by your Christian religion. So they're looking at us going, who are you to judge to judge us? And we're saying, who are you to judge us? Right. So, it's, it's, so who's going to be the cycle. higher ground? Right. Who's going to take the higher ground and go, that's not my enemy. The enemy is within me because I'm giving in to these fears. Right. You know, I... I, I we have the wrap up. We went there anyway. I, we said we had four minutes and we went there anyway. And now we're out of We time. can carry it over to next week. Who's yeah. our guest next week? Do we have a guest? We'll Paul Williams, maybe? Liliana. We have Paul Williams. Deal Hughley's coming up. Uh, I'll get Craig Ferguson. we got a lot of good guests yeah. coming up here. Corolla, get him. Adam Carolla is coming up. Yeah. October 10th, I believe he's here. And that's a Wednesday, which is switching well, to Wednesdays the after Wednesday next week. I'm gone. You're oh. kidding me. 
That's such a bummer. Yeah, it would be. You guys can handle it. You should just have him in for two hours. How about you submit the questions you want to ask, and I'll look at them like you would look at a man. Okay. I'll imitate you. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Yeah. Hi. What? Did, <laughs> I won't even look. At, you can't. You have to like not make eye contact. That's right. So, mm -hmm. so I'll channel you. I'll go. Hi, I'm Sarah, and want to know. Uh, sorry, I'm not looking at you right now, but. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. I don't think I'm super attracted to him, so I might have a little bit more confidence. I'm, I'm failing my job. I was told to end us at 2, and we're at 2 at 1. Bye-bye, so. everybody. See you next Monday. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. to the moon.